Gator. Fuck is going on over there? Scared me. Scared me really bad. I'm saying if we're gonna have time to watch, we won't. Usually we play it in the background, oh and I'm saying scared the shit out of me. So You're in trouble. Why did you yell at Mike for? I almost slapped my microphone. I was like, no. The Batman yelled at me. <laughs> okay, I'll get some action. Now Sorry, I know buddy. where I am in the hierarchy here. What? Okay, welcome to Three Hours Later. I'm Matt. I'm Alex. And I'm Mike. It's almost the spooky month. It might be the spooky month. I don't know when this is coming out anymore. October-ish. I think it's the uh, end of September. I think maybe the last week of September. Well, this episode will kick off our Halloween. Sp- uh, uh, I almost said uh, spectacular, and I feel like I should say spooktacular, but also I don't want to say that. Pooptacular. The pooptacular. Uh, future Matt, put in uh, some thunder noise right here. Oh. <laughs> what? That, that was the right sound, right? <laughs> that was just. <laughs> I just want to do the baseline from Seinfeld. I'm just gonna keep doing terrible sound effects this whole episode. Every time you see someone, just be like, I don't. Know. It'll probably cover up my nose. Like my nose is like stuffed up right now, so I can. <laughs> I'm like the creepy kid from Hey Arnold. Oh, I was gonna say you sound like a pug. Yeah, that sounded like a pug. I am a pug. Not a werewolf, guys. A pug. Werewolf, pu- pug, pug, wolf. Um. So this episode, we are gonna be talking about two movies. Dawn of the Dead from 1978 and Return of the Living Dead from 1985. Uh, this was my choice. I wanted to kick kick off the uh, the, the 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 spook of spooktober spooktober the uh, spook. Add another another word. It's Scary gone now. Cast something cast spookabrations. Uh, <laughs> I tried. I like it. <laughs> spookabration. Um. So I kind of want to ease this into something I know that Alex can handle because I know you're not really a, a spooky guy. I could handle spooky. You can't I just handle don't... spooky. You can handle zombies. I love zombies. Yeah. I'm just saying we we, we could we could fuck you up. You yeah. That's fine. I'm I'm fine right. with well, any challenge. All right, my challenge. Jacob's ladder. Go- no, ah. it's not. That's not my challenge. Ah. <laughs> my challenge. Well, question reality. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Um, so I, okay, so I wanted to start off with this one because I, it's you're already going to get into it before we started, but it's these two specifically are very interesting because they are both sequels of Night of the Living Dead, kind of. So uh, Night of the Living Dead, famously the first like zombie as we know them uh, movie with George Romero and uh, him and the producer, uh, I can't remember his name. Real quick aside, it is very annoyingly difficult now to find information on dawn of the dead without only pulling up shit from the 2004 version it is um, but it, because it was originally gonna be directed by toby hooper it was jeff because that that blew my damn mind i had no idea that it was like that was it was supposed to be a toby hooper movie it was john russo that's what i was looking for oh yeah and then he wrote um uh avengers endgame yes no different russo yes he's their papa not really i dude for real right there i was like <laughs> wait really <laughs> Papa Russo, um, Papa Russo, Papa Russo. So, uh, Night of the Living Dead. It was uh, George A. Romero who directed it, and then uh, John Russo is one of the producers on it. Both of them kind of had a disagreement over the future of where the movie should go, and so they. It sounded like like just like a little gentleman's argument because they stayed friends afterwards, but John Russo got to keep 
somehow he got the rights to the living dead um any any movie that came out with the living dead and then romero could just do whatever zombie movies he wants as long as it doesn't have the living dead in it so um george romero made dawn of the dead day of the dead land of the dead die of the dead yeah his, his jam the became the of the dead yeah and then uh, russo made uh return of the living dead and return of the living dead 2 and return of the living dead 3 and then necropolis and rave to oh, the grave that's right, yeah two movies came out in 2005 they both got really bad both franchises i think oh yeah but don kind of had a lot more good than bad or i guess the dead of the dead so my first big surprise from all of this was this is the first time i'd watched either of these movies in like if i'm being safe i'd say at least 20 years it's it's been a long time i can't remember the last time i've seen any of these movies i don't even know if i watched return of the living dead at all well that's the thing i, I held... loved them both yes that's why i picked them like i did and, there's, and I'm glad I have, because i, have, I was I have, worried i have very nitpicky things on both of them um so we're gonna start, start off with dawn of the dead but i'm excited to hear that well, you like return I of the dead start a different movie then. Return of the living dead yeah uh, I just want to go uh, chronologically. Yeah, yeah. Dawn of the Dead is the one that, like, I even though I haven't seen it in years, I could still like tell you almost scene for scene how this movie went because I did watch it a ton. I don't know what made me stop watching it at some point. Like, I used to be way into horror. This was like this was my jam. Like, when I you're figuring out ghosts are first dimensional beings. Probably. Um, I loved this movie so much, and I even like. I know there's there's a pretty hardcore fight about like the the new one's bad and the old one's good. I like them both for very different reasons. Yeah. I I do stand by I think this is a better movie than the 2004 remake in terms of like as a film. But I think they're both telling different versions of the same story. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, and I mean let's give it to Zack Snyder. It's his one like really good movie. It's real and, and <laughs> it, I think because James Gunn wrote a really shockingly good script for it. Um but this movie like I was struck. I forgot. Like in my mind, it's so graphic. In my mind, it's like this just splatterfest insanity. And really, there's a couple of scenes, but the zombies are almost comical. Like mm-hmm. the the blood there's, effects there's are notorious. George, George Mary right there. Yeah, he's a little he's a little baby. Ah, that guy. Beard. Guy seemed like a cool dude. Yeah, all right. I met him at Comic Con one time, and he was very nice to me. And for he about gave five you minutes. like all the movies signed, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's where <laughs> I found out he was my dad. No, um, no, he just seemed like a nice guy. Real, real fun Easter egg just for me. Uh, until I rewatched this, I, I swear to God, if you, I thought that was Lionel Richie. I, in my memory, that was Lionel Richie. Takes note. And then, and I was like, gonna, ma- I was gonna literally make a comment about is like, me, you're looking. How for weird me? is it that Lionel Richie was in this movie? And then as I watch it, I'm like, oh, I'm an asshole. That's not Lionel Richie at all. This is the, this is the dude. <laughs> what I really liked about Donald, <laughs> Donald the Dead was, and especially the older one compared to the newer one, is this media fight. And that was really what drew me in uh, to the older one was, yes, you're going to have that moral debate, whether what what one of the guys is saying is that you have to. We need logic. Yeah. We, we must lo- be logical. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like every time. Yeah. Every time they show a, uh, the newscast, like and you you learn a little bit more about the world that's happening outside of their small world. But yeah, it's it. I, I forgot how small the cast in this movie is. Yeah. Like once you get past this first scene up until the last scene, there's all of four people that speak through the whole movie. Um, not as gory as I remembered it. Um, pa- like weirdly paced better than I remember it, which I don't know if it's because I am watching a different cut than I've ever yeah, watched so before. Yeah, so I want to get into that. Um, first, 
for some reason, if you're listening to this and you don't know what the original Dawn of the Dead is, it's, I'm going to read the shortest subscri- uh, subscription uh, description. <laughs> Smash that like button. Uh, tickle it. Following an ever-growing epidemic of zombies that have risen from the dead, two Philadelphia SWAT team members, a traffic reporter, and his television executive girlfriend seek refuge in a secluding shopping mall. So this is where zombies in a shopping mall comes from. Oh, yeah. Like, this is it. Um, and so it was interesting because, uh, like you were saying, there's there's a lot of cuts. Um, for sure, there's the three big ones that everyone knows about. There's the theatrical cut, there's the director's cut, and then there's the uh, Argento cut. And then you actually found a fourth one, which is a fan-made cut, but it it's like the it super extended. a bunch of stuff, yeah. yeah. The, it was weird because I read about because I knew I knew the Ar- uh, Argento cut, like... I watched that one when I was a kid because that was like the first time I started getting like with film nerd stuff. And I was like, it's a whole different version of the movie called Zombie and it's this and it's... Which gets more confusing too because that's another another spinoff game from yeah. uh, Dawn of the Dead because the Italian version was, yeah, Zombie with an I, no E. And then Zombie 2. And there's a weird law in Italy specifically where you can make a sequel of anything if you don't, even if you don't have the rights to it. Yeah. that's how, Yeah. That's how you got all those weird bootleg versions mm-hmm. of stuff. Italian Spider-Man though. Great. Super, Watch it. Super interesting. But, dude, that guy looks like Lionel Richie, okay? I'm going to stand by that. That's not me being racist. I'm woke as <laughs> hell. I mean, did hell. you look it up? It could be. It's not. I did. I did before I started watching it because I was like, wait, this doesn't say Lionel Richie in the cast. And then I started watching it. I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Watch the wrong one? Is this um, the Lionel, Lionel Richie cut? Like, right there. It is side profile when it's blurred. It oh, looks literally. Oh, okay. okay. We give you that. I mean, My, yeah. It I is him. I'm, I'm looking for him. I haven't seen him. the two of them in the same room. I get it. Yeah. Prove to me it's not. <laughs> I'm going to do I'm going to do the Stephen Crowder thing. I do like Lionel Richie was in Dawn of the Dead. Changed my mind. I do like when someone gets mad. It's like, ah, here's notes. Well, I'm going to put bunny ears on you. Like, that <laughs> was a 78s version of, like, you suck. God, that guy's got some sideburns. He's got um, mutton chops. So, arguably, a lot of people like the director's cut more. There we go. Now they're in the mall. Spoilers. It takes uh, a while to get to the mall. It does. it does. It's like a third of it. It's like, are they, where's the zombies at? And that's the other thing. Um, I feel like this is like more popular than uh, Night of the Living Dead, and we all like. I think most whenever I think zombie stuff, like I do think of like the mall because like Dead Rising and yeah. stuff like that. It became a trope. It eventually became yeah. a whole trope on them. But this one has the goofiest looking zombies I've ever seen. I I was thinking about this today because I rewatched this again today beforehand. I I stand. I think I wish you would watch b- multiple cuts then. I, I do I honestly had I thought about it because I don't know what it was like because I again like I said I watched this a ton when I was a kid yeah. it was one of those weird things where sometimes I like scan through the movie again before we we come in here because I just want to be ready to go but like I watched this again today because I just wanted to watch it I was like you know I'll watch this damn movie and then as I started watching I was like man I really wish I had like got gone to the effort to get a different cut so I could compare them because I've seen zombie but it's been so long I couldn't compare it zombie. I've seen the theatrical cut like this is apparently the um so you're watching the extent this this extended version is officially it's it's called the director's cup but it's the cut he made for con when he took it to premiere Cans. there or saying they it's, are different? It's, called, it's called con you you fucking swine comic con i hate you <laughs> um but when he took it to Cannes in france no when he took it to con he uh this is the version of the movie he took with him and i guess then he came back and cut it down a little bit more and that's the version that con! he prefers so that's that's one of the weird <laughs> things that like Technically, the director's cut of this movie is a director's cut, but it is not Romero's preferred cut of the movie. Right. His and preferred cut is the one he put out. So then we watched different versions because I did watch the theatrical cut. And that, for that reason, I wanted to watch the one that Romero felt 
yeah. should be the one that, that's watched. Yeah, nothing wrong with this one, but yeah, that one I think is paced a little bit quicker. What's the that video game? Uh, was it Dead Rising? Dead yeah. Rising. Yep. Yeah. Dead Rising is this game. That, that, yeah, yeah, that's what they base it off of. Yeah. Um. Even down like the psychopaths being like the the raiders. Which I completely forgot existed in this movie because I thought it I happened a, a lot sooner. I, that's I, really I thought I it, thought it was like I thought that was the middle of the movie, not like the climax. Yeah, yeah. Um. So and then there's not a huge amount of differences between the theatrical and the director's cut. Um. As far as like I guess the tone of it, there's some things that are kind of taken out, which was kind of weird. But then compared to the uh, uh, Argento cut, it's really different because it has a different score. It's more more of the Goblin uh, band. Yeah, I, I I actually prefer the Argento score. Like uh, I think I, I'm sure it's better. Like I, yeah. I wanted to listen to it afterwards because I do like um, those parts of the movie. But then he cut out like the pie th- the pies. Like they, they don't have the pie scene in the uh, the Argento cut. The the scene that always bugged me in his cut is that he actually cut. Um, we're going ahead right now, but like the the truck scene where they're securing the trucks yeah. to barricade them all. They skip the first truck. They skip the first truck, yeah. which makes Roger just a psychopath. Like instead of you seeing like why him, he's hooping and hollering, yeah. It's just him being an asshole and then getting hurt. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, I, I was thinking about that today. I'm like, that drastically changes his character what, in a very bad way. What happens? Because I, so I only watched this one. I, that's the only thing I remember. In now. the Argento cut, um, in this movie, they go for the trucks. They get one. And then he's like, okay, we got to go back. And that's when he starts going like, okay, woo. And he get, starts getting yeah. sloppy. Yeah. That whole scene with the first truck is gone. Yeah. You only see it when he's hooping and hollering and yeah. being unsafe. So you yeah. just go from he's in the mall. And he's part of the team, but just maybe a little bit of a dick. Yeah. To he's now actively putting himself and everybody in danger and being an ass and not going into that whole like in between part where he's like just not reacting well to the stress of the situation. Yeah. And it's the oddest kind of hollering too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, a lot of these <laughs> actors, they did not go on to continue <laughs> into long acting careers. Well, a lot of them, this is like their, their first thing. Um, for, this is a very Clerks <laughs> movie where it's a lot of their first and only thing. Yeah. Even the zombies, like, okay, oh, you were, God. These you are were people dead in Pennsylvania. When... <laughs> yeah. And it's surprising because it is, this is uh, Tom Savini. He did do the uh, the effects, but he wasn't him yet. You know, he didn't get I... to where he is now and uh, so i read a little bit about that where like he was i guess originally gonna do the effects on night of the living dead but then yeah. got, he went to vietnam yeah. via fucking Nam. And, which i i didn't Nam. know about i'd never i i love tom savini but i'd never known that yeah. about him and then watching this today because he even said like how his time in vietnam painted what he did in this movie and i realized like you can see it in some of the gore yeah because it's it goes from not gory and almost comical to like really over the top and visceral at the drop of a hat and when it gets visceral it gets like very uncomfortable yeah and i i I do wonder how much of that is based on like he just he saw some stuff and it messed him up it's probably the whole reason why there's a helicopter to begin with speaking of too in the Argento cut they cut out the part where the zombie gets his uh top of his head cut off by the helicopter at the beginning that's what it seemed like it was going to do and then that was does it <laughs> well so that was actually supposed to be like a little uh, uh foreshadow foreshadow yeah because at well i'll jump we're not gonna spend a whole lot because we got two movies to talk about so i'll, yeah. I'll jump to that part at the end uh, originally the ending was going to be that um what's the peter 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 yeah there pumpkin eater peter peter pumpkin pump, pumpkin eater was gonna be a bullet eater because he was gonna shoot himself at the head in his head at the end and it looks like that's, that's what's gonna happen yeah and that's originally what the script was gonna be and then when the zombies come up through the uh, roof hatch, um, the girl, I don't know her name, she uh, gives up like all hope and just like 
jumps upwards towards the helicopter blades and just decapitates herself. Yeah, like on purpose. Wow. And so that was supposed to be like a yeah a foreshadow of that with that zombie. Oh. And then in like in the credits, they were going to do a thing where you hear the helicopter through the credits, and then it was going like to run out very gas. quickly. So yeah. they were even going to tell you like, hey, like there's they, no they weren't going to live no matter what. And then also fun fact when that asshole maniac cop at the beginning when he kicks open that door and just blasts that dude in the head, mm -hmm. that was actually the fake head they were going to use for the girl. They just painted it. Oh no way. Yeah. Well, cause. Wait, no, different movie. We'll talk about that movie as soon as this one's over. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. No, it's it's uh, Return of the Living Dead. I read about their special effects today. What, what was happening in that building? I, I don't know if I just missed it or if I didn't understand it. It, it was, was like a drug gang took over that apartment building. Yeah, because they were getting into the fact yeah. that you, you were no longer allowed to own property. Like it was all communal because we were trying to save each other in population centers. And by the way, yeah, this happens while zombies already exist. Like zombies yeah. are, way, are part of our lives now. Well, and that's what I think is really cool about this movie because we... Cause that. If you had asked me up until last week what this movie's about, I would have quickly just been like zombies in a mall with people. Yeah. Because uh, honestly, as as much as I feel bad for saying this, I was remembering the 2004 version because that is all <laughs> that movie's about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that, that is not what this is about like, yeah. at all. The, the mall is just a place they're at at one point. But like... And it never was. That's the difference between uh, George Romero's zombie movies is that it, this, this, never this, this is zombies. what Walking Dead gets its stuff from. Like yep. people, people are the, the monsters. The zombies are oh, just... That, nature yeah and that's what it felt and that makes so much more sense i i know the debate and i was kind of tripping out as how do they keep getting more people to interview this is a zombie apocalypse they should be like scattered but if zombies are already part of that universe for yeah. i don't know however long that makes so much more sense and i don't know why it didn't click in my head but yeah no that just makes sense and like the best part for me that kind of showed that was uh at the beginning when they peter and um What's the other guy's name? Uh, Flyboy? Yeah, yeah fl not Flyboy. The other SWAT Roger. guy. Roger. Roger. Uh, when they're shooting the, the zombies that are in the, the Four basement. characters. We keep forgetting their I names. I know. I, again, like I had this ready yeah. like a week ago, but then everything starts leaking. Um, so, ro yeah, Roger and Peter are shooting zombies that have been locked up in the basement by the people that live in the building. And then, like, the army comes in, mm -hmm. like, doing, like, a looks like a vent or something yeah yeah and they're like what happened in here and like oh they're keeping the zombies in here and then they're like oh jesus christ and then he just goes on his way like yeah zombies i get it yeah yeah it's already become like well and that's they really push in this and i forgot how much they pushed it in this that they treat this like a medical outbreak yeah. like mm -hmm. it, they i think i actually don't think they ever say the word zombie in this movie they usually don't and i don't think in the romero ones yeah yeah yeah, because they don't say in the other one they do say zombie at one point because I even thought I was like, so you guys know what zombies are, yeah. but um, they don't say zombie. They they talk. They spend a good portion of time at one point. One of the media scenes talking about like in Atlanta at the CDC, they're like watching the outbreak and how it works and getting into like, if you're in a rural area, you're probably fine. But if you're in a populated area, that's where all hell's breaking loose. And because of the little bit of people that are left behind, like the little bit of like, like id that's still there. They just know to gravitate toward that. Yeah. Which I'm, explains it. I'm just surprised. Like nowadays people don't show up when they got the sniffles, <laughs> but these guys are showing to work with a full on zombie outbreak. Times have changed guys. They don't make them like they used to. It was about 40 years apart, right? <laughs> this is yeah, yeah, 40, 75, 41, uh, 78, 78. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It just really, it really surprised me today when I was watching this. Like it is very indie film. Like, and it's very, late 70s indie film like you can tell this movie had a budget of like eight bucks yeah um special effects are <laughs> rough like the way the zombies look, 
I hundred <laughs> percent. I I think if this movie was in black and white, we would think the zombies looked great and the blood looked great. Well, that's the thing. Was a uh, I'm actually reading right now. Tom Savini said that he chose the great gray color because Night of the Living Dead was shot in black and white. Yep. And I realized that it was a mistake afterwards because it has like a a blue hue to it. Yeah. It looked like like Smurfs. Yeah, it looked like Smurfs. Yeah, they all look like they haven't. They're not breathing. And even like the way that like all the extras they have to play zombies, you can tell this is a mo- this is at a time when zombie movies weren't everywhere because there's no two people that act the same way or understand like what we currently think of as the way a zombie moves. There's no decay on them. There's no like exposed anything. They just look like blue people that don't talk. Yeah, and they're very intelligent in how yeah. they move too. They can move well, upstairs. That's another thing that comes into the Romero movies is the intelligence of the zombies. They mm-hmm. they keep a little bit of themselves. Like not all not a lot, but like there's like. It's like a car idling. Like it still just does its one thing. They could climb up ladders. I yeah. was really surprised <laughs> about that. Um, and then I didn't realize it until I rewatched it. I, I I probably first saw this like early 2000s. I, I saw the remake before I saw this one actually. And then so this is my second viewing of it. And I did not realize that this one had fast zombies. Yeah, like I oh, thought yeah. the fast zombie started with like twenty eight days later. So that's what was really weird me when I was watching this today. I was like, dude, this this would be if they literally changed almost nothing of the script and just plucked this and just shoved it into the twenty eight days later universe. It would fit no problem, yeah. like zero issue whatsoever. Um, which which hey, so everybody who hates on twenty eight days later, f you, that movie actually gets a lot more correct on. Oh, what, said. It's good. Like I understand people not liking Twenty Eight Weeks. I, but I hear a lot of people. Days is good. I hear a lot of people get angry when you talk about it like a zombie movie because like no zombies, and I'm like, well, really? Because if you watch this, they're following all the rules. And guess what? This isn't zombies either. No, it, 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 that's the thing. It's like you say zombies, we know you mean Romero. Yeah, we know specifically what kind of zombie you mean, and they're doing it perfectly. If you're saying Return of the Living Dead zombies, correct? <laughs> they're not that. That's a different beast. We'll get into that. I'm in a excited bit. for that one. I really, I really like uh, Dawn of the Dead, but this was my hey, Return of the Living Dead is only an hour and a half. I want to choose something else as well. Oh yeah. Oh, the and it was. <clears throat> I, 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 I remember sending you a message like, yeah. okay, cool. I'm not really happy about this because <laughs> I had only watched uh, Return I of the Living Dead. I remember seeing it when I was eight. <laughs> I, yeah, I watched it when it came out. I think it was the year it came out on video. I watched it and I didn't understand it. I didn't like it. Um, I had also already seen this, so like this was what I was holding it up to. And I will stand by. I think this is a better movie. Land is better though. Land of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Sorry, Day of the Dead. Day of oh the yeah, yeah. That's the same movie I was thinking because I was even going to bring up that cop in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like he's in the, he's in the next one yeah, too yeah, as yeah. a cop, and there's that pe- people are like ripped off. Well, and people are like that's the same character, right? And they would never confirm it, but it's like, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't it be? Like by the time that movie happens, he's a psychopath. Yeah. Um. This is also probably the first time. I mean, it's not like zombies have existed for a long time. Like when this movie came out. But it's also like I see another trope kind of come from this one, and that's like the 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 character zombie, the the, the Hare Krishna zombie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We're and it's such a smart thing because you can track where that zombie is because it's so it's outlandish yeah. compared to the regular. And hey, they give him brother. those those uh, individual screenshots too. And he blew yeah, himself, and time. nobody blew himself. Yeah, nobody comments that he blew himself. <laughs> But even like the the fact that through this movie the the zombies are almost a joke like they're they're an annoyance they're not a they're I mean they are a danger but the danger isn't the zombie the danger is if you screw up around the zombie yeah mm-hmm. if you get too cocky and it's very similar like they're just animals in this in this yeah. in these movies they're not like vindictive they're not angry they're not like they're very weak compared to yeah. I mean, he's doing a kick a punch and they go yeah. down oh yeah like he, he carried a, one oh no I love that one off. that just stood still for a minute he's like I'm a mannequin boom got you buddy. <laughs> 
You ain't getting no peanuts in this store. These are mine. I hope he doesn't find my screwdriver. This is why I want to do commentaries, guys. This is what you're missing the whole time. <laughs> you better not get out Move of here. Move over, gonna, Bob Saget. We're going to learn how to wrestle. I'll teach you to wrestle with a mustache. Just keep no, um, but yeah, this movie, too, like, it's really funny because watching it, you, um, I forget how many tropes, like, because we all, like, talk about, like, Night of the Living Dead is what invented the zombie genre, but really all it invented was the zombies. I think this movie is what invented the zombie genre. For sure. Because this is the movie where they really lay into the like take out the brain, they lay into the mm-hmm. way they move, the way they act. They lay into even the morality of of how do you take them out, hundred percent, or even like the fact that they don't know what getting bit by one means in this because this isn't a this isn't a trope, this isn't a thing they see. So like, Roger gets bit. Spoilers, guys. Roger gets bit. Um, this movie just came out in nineteen seventy, <laughs> but Roger gets bit, and uh, Fran and uh. P- not Peter. Fran, that's her name. Flyboy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just call him Flyboy. Yeah, Flyboy. Uh, Fran and Flyboy just, they, they're just like, oh, he's sick. And it's only when Peter steps up and he's like, hey, actually, like, I've seen this before. But even he's not like saying, like, he's going to turn into a zombie. Yeah. He's just like, dude, look, they I've seen this. They don't make past three days. I've seen, yeah, I see him go three days and they, they come back as this stuff. But it's not even with him where he's like, uh, hey, let's take him down now. Like, that's that's what I thought was so cool was that the whole thing, you're seeing where all this began. You're seeing, like, just the, just learning all the language that we now know. Even just making the noise yeah. to, get, to attract them. Oh, oh uh, flashing the lights or like having flares to distract them. <laughs> another another spoiler, but Flyboy also doesn't make it. And But his the way he is as a zombie was great. Like, yeah. The way he's dragging his foot. Oh, yeah. I, I literally was thinking today, I was like, that has to hurt it so does. much. Mm-hmm. I was complaining about my foot earlier. Um, They don't make them like they used to. I don't make them like like they used to, but his his zombie walk was more of what I thought a zombie walk should yeah. have been. Well, and they're still figuring everyone. it out. Yeah, you Figure see, you're seeing it evolve as this movie goes on, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Even like, even knowing how this movie ends, where it ends kind of open, but also knowing where it was originally going to end, where it's really bleak. Like they they were already getting into that. Like, look, man, like if it's a zombie story, you don't get a happy ending in that. Like it's bad. It's bad to bad. I kind of wish at the ending. You see them fly away, but then you just look down and just see just zombies everywhere. And the, like you had little hope that they were going to make it no matter where they landed. Well, I think that's the thing that I, to go to the remake, that's the thing I hate the most about the remake. I, li- I really like that movie. Like I will watch it any day of the week. I, I enjoy watching it. I really, truly hate the fact that the credits in that movie destroys any hope. Because that was my favorite. Like I, That's what I like is leave it ambiguous. Leave it like, hey, they got out, but they're still in that world. And then the credits for that movie. Get up. Come on. Yeah, they play the Richard C- the Richard Cheese version Wait, of Richard Down to Cheese. Sickness. Yeah. And you get to watch everybody who survived get murdered by on the island by the zombie. The island they reference in this movie. Like, we're going to an island. Also, where's that island? Like, aren't they like in, they're, like, they're in middle Pen- of America? Yes. Yeah. I, they, I can't remember. They, well, they does this they take had place in Pennsylvania? Or I know they filmed it They're in Philadelphia in this one. Yeah, because I think they filmed it in, they filmed it in Monroeville. Because it's a famous mall that's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, but they even said they had to gas up several times just to get there. Yeah. So they used quite a bit just to move the trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought I thought it was fun that they do reference in this movie. They mentioned like there's those guys who their whole plan is like we're going to go to the island. It's like what island? How are you getting there? Like we don't know. <laughs> and then in the the remake, that's the whole point at the end. They're like we're going to that island, but they show it's bad. But also like don't show that's a sequel. Show me that. Don't oh, like the, don't the just newer... do yeah don't do fast yeah. cuts of the shitty uh, House of the Dead because that's what it reminded me of a lot. I remember that. House now. of the Dead Overkill is really good. 
It, it, I yes, 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 it is. <laughs> I even like I forgot that how much time goes by in this. And when they said she was pregnant, the being I was like, why? Oh, that's right, because that's how we know time goes by is because <laughs> we see like it's been four or five months. Five months later. They had a fortress, though. I don't. I just yep. don't understand. Not. But that, that's what I was thinking the entire time. Was like the, the malls back then had way more stuff than the malls now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, malls are dying. We we know, but like they had everything in there. Like they had the gun store. They had like food. I, mm-hmm. I mean, other than like the food court, you don't get food at the mall anymore. Yeah, there's just straight up grocery store. I don't understand here. why they had that though. Like, why were there rations? Because the government was dropping off of population centers. I don't is know why. I've never questioned that. You questioned it. it that's like, the first time I've ever thought of that the, being questioned because that is a weird question. Yeah. The moment they get into the mall, there's like they see it and they're like, "Oh, this is government rations set behind, <laughs> set aside for us to be safe." What are the odds? Um, it is also interesting to me though that the the zombies in this movie are also like strong, like they can overpower you aside from just being like relentless and bitey. They're not bitey; they're just strong enough to hold you down or push into where yes. you are. Sometimes it just seems like one punch can knock them down, but oh yeah, they, they, all, they got a glass jaw. And this one's got a, a zombie. Um, glass yeah, I mean, tambourine. Like when when they're actually doing something, like pinning someone down, they they're not gonna feel any pain. So like there's, yeah, they won't stop. They'll just keep going like until their arms fall off. But I'm sure like punching them in the face is gonna like throw them off because they're these zombies not all there. Well, I know, and I know I keep harping on the, like the lack of gore, but like watching this, and I know I know some of it is because of the budget and because it was of when it was. They didn't have the visual language we have now for zombies. But I really enjoy the fact that like even that Hare Krishna one is just blue, not bloody, yeah. not gross, not like not like walking deaded up where it's like cheeks exposed yeah, and you're trying to figure out how the makeup application the works. Jaw. Like it's just and even right there, the, the reaction of them trying to hide. Their, like Frankenstein is what it but, reminded um, me of. Like hiding, hiding his eyes from the light. But like I, th- I think the restraint in this movie is really cool because when it does get gory is when the Raiders attack. Mm. And that's where like it gets it gets disgusting. It gets like it's what everything I remembered of this movie, and none of that violence is from the zombies. It's all from other people showing up. Except for that one that grabbed a, a... and started digging in. Yeah, the yeah. leg. Oh yeah, where he pushed in when he was yeah. getting back the hatchback. Yeah, when he uh, pushed in on Roger's leg. Roger's leg. Yeah, that was yeah that that was one of those like you see it and I, it, even though it's that comical blood, I just felt that that squeeze. That was the other thing. Like this blood is, it looks like like red acrylic paint. Yeah, like, glossy it's not, red. It is not real blood. And the way it dries, it dries like temper paint. So I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's all it was was like water based paint. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know. It's forgivable though. Like the entire movie. Yeah. Like I okay. I could initially that looks dumb. That looks dumb. Okay, I'm still in. By the third or fourth time I see it, I'm just like, I got, yeah, I get it. it. Like, the, like it's blood in this reality. But yeah, it's just it's just a really good movie. It's a really, really and like. I like this movie a lot. Why, why the freezer? I, I just don't understand that. I would they don't just, want to smell them rot. Yeah, put them just with like the foods. Throw them, throw them out the roof. Yeah, th- that roof hatch where they can just drop things to the ground and not yeah. have to ever worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Pooping in the corner. It's that, genius. That is the thing. Like if they if they remade this movie again, I would like to see them make it more at this movie's pace, where it's fewer characters. Mm-hmm. Not you waiting for a character to turn and become the bad guy, but just understanding like, no, there's just four people that are yeah. different personalities uniting to stay alive and right. like spend time on it. Like this is really cool about just how much time it spends showing like them just living. That's the benefit of like making an indie movie. Yeah. Is, you know, this you got to make do with what you got. But I think it makes a better story overall because it's not just like, oh, we're going to make this flashy and stuff like that. And yeah, we got to keep it to the four characters because that's what we got. But I kind of wish they, they went back and 
what they what they were talking about in the news kind of uh happened with the group as well i I think because yeah. some of that a lot of the arguments was well, I want decisions too, I want to know what's going on, but it was never about like how do we stay alive? It was more like I want to be included well and so what this what this movie reminds me of is what I love about the Walking Dead comic and the show up until I started hating both of them, which is like I love anytime it's about just people surviving. And I hate every time it gets into just like, but people are jerks and here they come. Like, yeah, we get that. We know that's happening. But I feel like, especially in the TV show, that just became a thing where it had to keep happening. And in this, I love that the whole movie goes by. It's not like there's like, they, they see the Raider scout. Then the Raider comes back and then the Raider kills one of them. And then the Raider, like it doesn't escalate. It goes yeah. from zero to a hundred. Yeah. They're fine. The Raiders get by there and go like, those trucks are there. That's weird. There must be people in there, or at least it's a good fortress. Let's go in. And it's not the idea of like, Hey, we should, it's a big mall. We should see how many people are in there. If we can live together, it's like, that's ours. We'll take it. That's Mm -hmm. what, that's what happens. And they don't have to spend time telling you, they don't have to establish a character of the Raider leader. They don't have to give you like, they don't have to give Tom Savini's character a backstory. You just see him. He's a scumbag with a mustache (laughs) that he combs. And also I got a machete later. Yeah. And you know, he still looks like sex machine from Dawn of the Dead. Even so, now, I just saw him post a picture like yesterday. He is not aged. No. It's he's really like weird. He's 70. Yeah, I yeah. I, yeah, I forget yeah. how young he was in this. And then you see Dawn of the Dead and you're like, but he was so old. Not really. Not that no. much older than this. Now he's old, but still looks good. In uh, Land of the Dead. Did you see his cameo in that one? No. Well, uh, I'm sure I did. I haven't watched that movie in yeah, so long. Though. It's It was better when I first watched it, but it's not really that good any, to me anymore. But It was very, very heavy handed, I remember. Yeah. And John Leguizamo and... Uh, uh, Dennis Hopper make uh, their their return, King Koopa and uh, Luigi, because the Land of the Dead is the one where it's like in the building and like the yeah the rich the, live the in the rich building li- yeah, yeah the rich live in the building the poor people live outside and then the uh, so as the the Romero movies go, the zombies start getting smarter. They really show that off. And Day of the Dead, which I said I think is my favorite Romero movie, and has Bob the zombie and Bob figures out how to use a gun at the end. Yeah, and um. So it kind of really uh, focuses on that, on Land of the Dead, too, because there's this one zombie that used to work at a gas station, and he's still, like, starting to remember how to pump gas. And then he starts leading the zombies towards the uh, the building where the, the rich live. But there's a cameo. One of the other zombies is uh, Tom, uh, Tom Savini yeah. as this character, as a zombie. So he's a, a ra- raider in a in a biker jacket, and he has his machete still. That's awesome. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Is that where they go off? Like they stop fighting and they go and do their own thing. Like the zombies are like, I'm just gonna go follow this one guy, and they all like there's a horde kind, of them. Kind of yeah. They start following the smart zombie that was pumping gas. Yeah, because he starts fighting away like around the uh, the gates. Uh-huh. And so yeah, the horde starts going with that one. And so one of the dead reckonings like this big old RV that they travel around in and mm-hmm. fight, fight the zombies with. It's an okay movie. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's kind of bad. What what I liked about like all the of the of the dead movies beyond this, like even the bad ones, I just like the idea that it's they start to just become more and more about like a hey man, this is just a world where these things exist. Like yeah. it's no longer like can you believe it? It's zombies. Instead, it just becomes like yeah, more more zombies. Yeah, they're out there. We we live in our building. We're cool. This is more about like how rich people are jerks. Yeah, and that's what each movie is about though. It's about something in society. So like the first one. Um, I actually don't really remember the me- what the message was in that in that one, because it's just the uh, again like a small group surviving in a house. Knowledge is power. 
there was a little <laughs> bit of like a, a hierarchy struggle because the main, main character was black. Yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't there like a, a racial? But that was the cool thing was the part wasn't written. Yeah. For a black man, they just happen to cast a black man and just like, let's not even draw attention to it. But um, it still has a hierarchy with the dad trying to protect his family and he wants to be the leader of that group in the house and then surprise everyone dies at the end. And then this one has to do with uh, consumerism. That's why it's taking place in the mall. Like it's supposed to be like, oh, just, you know, it's like people now like, oh, look at this old picture, not a phone in sight, just living in the moment. That's kind of like what this one is, but for more like consumerism. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, the, the whole idea is like, why are these, like, these zombies aren't going there because they're making noise. These zombies are going there because That's where they something spend most in their, of their head life. says, go to, the, go to the place yeah. to shop. You could buy a gun and play ice hockey. And then uh, Day of the Dead focuses on, like, the over um, spending on, like, military. And then, then Day of the Dead was just stupid. And it had a mute Quaker that tackled the zombie with dynamite or something. Yeah. Sweet. No, that was really bad. <laughs> We're gonna make a fine footage movie in this universe. No, don't do that. Have you seen this one before, Alex? Which and Dawn? Yeah, Dead? yeah, I've seen it, but so long ago. I, I remember like you know how you watch an old movie. Like, oh yeah, I remember that yeah. part. But uh, like Mike not, in Return. Yeah, nothing in in detail. Uh, but I remember, of course, more of the more recent Dawn of the Dead, and I try to put those side by side, and you almost can't. Yeah, you, you can in well, certain ways, but and Zach Snyder or James Gunn, I think, has even said it, it like he doesn't consider one of the two of them said he doesn't consider a remake. It's a reinterpretation, yes, and I yeah, firmly Definitely. stand by that. Like it's yeah. taking the same surface level live idea of like mm-hmm. you're in a mall, zombies attack, but it's so different that I mean, it's not it's not the same movie. Oh, such though, a like, great opening on that one, though. Yeah, well, because like I the think kid. That, yes, that movie oh, does a better job of showing like the downfall. That. Yeah, which in this one mm-hmm. they didn't have to because that was what Night of the Living Dead yeah, was. Because they already had a, a, a um, movie before this. And also, I think I think that the remake does benefit from having a slightly larger cast because you do get to get more archetypes in there. Yeah, more personalities too. Yeah, and I, you had to say Zombie Baby, stupid. It was mm. annoying. Like, and that's the thing is, like, there were just some things over they did. Like, Zombie Baby was dumb; didn't need to happen. Zombie babies. <laughs> uh, didn't we do this already? Gaga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that that was dumb. Like the characters, some of them were just too too much of a caricature of a person yeah. versus being Especially a character. The dude from uh, Modern Family. Yes. Oh my God, it's like douchey McDouchebag. Yeah. But it was really good because it did show like some of the, like I I love that like Sarah Pauli's I think Sarah Pauli's yeah her, her character in that movie has some of the same struggles that Fran uh, has yeah. in this where it's like hey just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I'm here to to cook for yeah, you guys and feed like you guys. Yeah. You or something like yeah, that. yeah, and I think that movie does a better uh, job. And the, the gun store guy. Yeah. Such a good character. Did you ever watch the um the special features? Probably. He has uh, basically his own like mini movie. No way. It's from his perspective. <laughs> oh, oh no, okay. Cool. And he, he keeps a video diary as the actual movie's going on until he like eventually turns into a zombie. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, th- I don't know why I always like video diaries. I, I don't do know too. why. They're, they're that first person perspective. I had... um always wanted to kind of make something like that almost exactly like his actually i was going to copy it basically and it was gonna be like a video podcast but it's gonna be doing a video diary as the zombie apocalypse is happening but never actually showing the outside world and just like me coming home like every day like so that that's why i love world war z like i world war z is probably my favorite zombie thing ever book the book and the audiobook okay not the um movie. no the movie's trash okay. oh it's not trash it's the movie's it's fine hey, it's back not, to the first episode it's not world war z. alex alex played the game um, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the the movie's fine. It's oh, just not what I wanted it to be. But um, I I 
like I haven't watched this since that book had come out and I'd read the book like multiple times and like literally all that book is and it never occurred to me is the media scenes in this. It's just more of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's just more of like, hey, let's check in and see what this is like in the northern part of the US where it freezes in the winter and let's see what it's like for people in the military. Let's see what it's like for like are getting like smuggled in across borders. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's so awesome the way that works out. And then if you watch or if you uh if you guys do like zombie stuff, read the book. It's a great book, but I get it. Not everyone likes to read. Listen to the audiobook. No, I have the audiobook, but I never finished it. But I saw like, incredible. The cast, like, it's it, Mark well, Hamill's in it, right? Yeah, because the audiobook, because of the the way the World War Z the book is, is it's a series of essays where it's uh, firsthand accounts taken from the zombie apocalypse. So it's all like, it's all like you're reading an author's notes that he was using to make another story. Yeah, even the the medical process. Yep. It, it just it gets like the mythical zombie lore to it. Yep, and it's so cool. And they're like one of my favorite ones is uh I think it's Mark Hamill's part in the audiobook where he plays the soldier, and he's talking about like how like the Battle of Hoboken and how they are going to say hobos <laughs> the battle <laughs> against the hobos. No, the Battle of Hoboken where like the army shows up and the army's like, well, we're going to kill these zombies. They're zombies, and we got all these weapons. And he straight up says like the first bad thing that happened was somebody set off a weapon that made one of the zombies catch on fire, which made all the zombies catch on fire. Now there were thousands of flaming people yeah. coming at you that <laughs> could news. feel no pain. You got fiery zombies now. Um, and what's really cool about the audiobook is it's an exact adaptation of the book, but instead of it being uh, like a normal audiobook where it's like one guy doing 500 voices, every character is a different actor playing it, and you're just hearing the recordings that the author took to dictate into the book that you could read as well. There's a abridged version where it's only like the highlight chapters. Then there's an unabridged version where it's the entirety of the book. It's so worth reading. Um, but like, especially as a companion piece of this, because like legitimately it could take place in this exact same world. Right. And you could tell me it's part of this universe and I buy it. I don't know why, but I just remembered that um, there's an app called a uh, uh, zombies run. I, I remember using that as like a 5k trainer. Yeah. And it's pretty cool because I don't know if it is still now because it's been years, but basically you're listening to like a almost like an audiobook story, but it's interactive. I remember and that. Yeah, it tracks well, like where you are, and then you're supposed to be like a character in the game, you're like you're a runner, and you're supposed to get like supplies and stuff, and then all of a sudden like oh here comes a horde, so you gotta like actually run in real life, and it's tracking you with your GPS. Yeah, and they get louder if you're going slower, so you can like hear them getting up on behind yeah. you. I might need to re-download that and start going to the gym again. Guys, zombies are pretty cool. They were. I don't know about now. I'm kind of zombied out. Let's be let's be hipsters. I like zombies before they were popular, and uh, they were real cool back then. Actually, I like the voodoo zombie. Dude, oh my god! The fact they even referenced that in this is really yeah, awesome. I don't remember what it was, but I, I wrote it down. Oh, there's it's, uh, no, it's where they get the line like, "When there's no room left in hell, the devil walks." Right. Yes, uh, that was my and favorite line. Peter, that just... And then Peter comes back in the remake. Yeah, and as, says that he's like, yeah, "When there's that. no more," like he's a fire and brimstone preacher yeah. in the new one. That's right. But uh, no, it was so great because the way he just says like, oh, there's no removal from hell. And they're like, what was that? And he goes, oh, something oh, my grandpa know, just, used to yeah. say. Yeah. And they're like, priest grandpa. Yeah, I love it. They're like, why did your grandpa say well, that? And he's like, well, right. he was a voodoo yeah. priest. Right before bedtime, just which no room in hell, guys. I think, dreams, I think this was the first time that Romero basically admitted like, yes, he's taking the voodoo style zombie because that's what his zombies are. His zombies yeah. are straight up like the old like, like old African style zombie. But also a little bit virus. Yeah. Also, because I mean, um, was the bite and transmit yeah. stuff, and yeah, and you're not gonna make it from like you know, he, um, I keep forgetting his name, Robert, Fran, what? Not Which Peter, one? Roger, Roger, Flyboy. when Roger, not Flyboy, mm-hmm. when Roger gets bit, it's just on the leg. It's not a deadly bite, nope. but he still dies within three days. So yep. it's still like a 
infection. Well, he also got bit on the arm too, man. He had two bites. That's two bites. No, but um, I do think that like between this movie and the one we're going to talk about in a minute here, uh, you get basically both flavors of zombie. Like in this movie, you get the more uh, spread as a virus, uh, not mystical, but more medical. And in the other one, they feel way more mystical. And mm-hmm. that's that's not my jam. That's not the kind of zombie I'm into. Like, I like the like, hey, that thing just got killed and now it's reanimating zombie. Not the, oh, look, an, a grave is getting punched through and dug oh, that's open. That's not mystical. It's mad science stuff. I, uh, I like my zombies to have just a hint of realism in them. Just like, just like just like an anchor like a hair touching reality all right we'll jump into that right now i do want to mention how incredibly hard it is to find this movie oh it is to watch it was hard for me to find and i have a lot of weird avenues it's out of print i didn't know that can happen so they're no they're not making dvds or blu-rays anymore and then also there's it's nowhere to stream so either you have a copy or you found a copy (laughs) it's also shockingly difficult to find a copy Actually, you know what? It was easy to find the uh, the director's cut on or well, the, so, the theatrical cut on YouTube. Well, that, that's the thing too is like there's a lot of places like it's on YouTube, and it, they did make when it was in print. Um, multiple companies own the licensing, so you can find like it's not. There's a handful of versions of it that are very expensive now, but like if you just want to watch Dawn of the Dead, go to like a used record store. And I was going to go to Rasputin's to look, but I don't. I don't think they have it. I I got to imagine they got to have even if it's on DVD or something. They got to have something in there. I'm just going to go in there and start yelling out, like, you got to have something. <laughs> this swap meet of a store. Come on. Come on. Where's the pizza? You got pizza on your sign. I came in here to get me some albums, and I want to get me a used copy of Dawn of the Dead 2. But, good news, the 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray release, re-release is set for the UK in February 2020. I, I will probably buy that. It actually just got announced a couple days ago. So I was like, oh, good thing I uh, weird, weird ass timing this on one. That. Perfect timing. Uh, yeah, I'll probably buy and import a copy of that just because I, n- now knowing how difficult this was to find. Yeah. And like, the next time I see it anywhere, I got to pick it up yeah. because, yeah, w- 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 this might happen again. And I mean, I almost, I also just, I want to, especially if it's a new copy that I know the money's going to the people who own the rights. I know yeah. it's not George Romero anymore and all that, but like, Could be. I want to reward them for Could making the this zombie. movie still be out there. What if George Romero was the first zombie? So perfect. Oh, yeah, we don't look. I haven't seen him since he died. We don't know what he's it's up true. to. I mean, uh, Alex, do you have any more thoughts on this movie? No, I no. You guys good? That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, good movie. Yeah, watch it. All yeah. right, so let's. I think, yeah, this is like a classic I, zombie movie to me. So, so on this one, I feel like we. I do want to ask oh. though, because this one's in the middle of a noise. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't stop it. <laughs> you could have. I couldn't. You don't know how my brain works, man. It's a messed up place up here. Um. Because of the, the the whole like this is the one with the mall and like I feel like that's kind of what sparked every there was a while, a long while where everyone would just like argue what their perfect hideout would be during the zombie apocalypse so I wanted to know what yours is because I have like a a more reasonable one and then I have like if I had like you know unlimited time and possibly resources to get to it I would. And so, like, the first one would be, like, a Costco or something like that. Yeah, that was, that'd be my first thought, too, because it's a bit of everything. And it has the big shutter doors. Mm-hmm. No windows. No windows. Um, closed early on Sunday. And, uh, <laughs> but, like, the, the, the ultimate would be to be, like, on a, uh, I think they even say, it, oh, you know what? It's in the, the, the zombie survival handbook. Be on a boat? Not a boat. In uh, an oil rig. 
Oh yeah, because yeah. you're yeah you're in the ocean, but you're in a place that has supplies and is stationary ish. Um, I spend a very upsetting amount of time trying to figure out how to barricade myself in places because I am weirdly paranoid about <laughs> Finn, stuff. Finn, help! So I've got like. Just because I, I I think this is from growing up in Southern California and like having like being raised with like if an earthquake happens you better have food but I've got like a bug out bag I've got like uh I've I got like meaning to make a bug out bag it's everybody should make one it's a very just a good thing to have you know what the zombie survival guides are actually a really good just survival guide yeah it, there there's really actually just good lessons in there but like I make sure I have like a supply of water and food and all that and I have this weird obsession with like if I had any warning how do I barricade my home to stay in my home. Uh, because in all aspects of my life, my only goal is to be in my home. Yeah. Um, outside of that, if I was like, if I could pick a place, uh, like I say you're at work and the zombie apocalypse starts. Oh, work. I feel, I'd home. actually feel shockingly safe there. Uh, because we have water, we have food enough for a few days. There's a uh, very, the windows are high. There's barricaded doors. And there's very few the points seasonals. of egress. Eat the seasonals for, for, <laughs> uh, for sustenance <laughs> and for fun. I mean, we got to have fun. If you're having fun, what yeah. are we even there for? Kick out the angry customers. No, um, keep them. Your own. Cage them up. But yeah, like my biggest thing is I always look dark. at like min- <laughs> minimal minimal windows, second floor if available. Uh, because like the first like in, we're in a second floor apartment right now, and the first thing I would do would be to take out the stairs outside <laughs> and figure out a way to have it so you had to have some brains to get up and down, and we could remove those. Alex, how did Mike get dynamite? <laughs> I think that is in the World War Z survivor of, guide. I have a lot of tools. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it would be like barricade windows. Like I, I'm a very crafty nerd. I would be somebody you'd want to have on your side during the zombie apocalypse. I, I know how to do basic farming. I grew up in an agricultural area in Porterville. Before that, I grew up in Southern California where I was ready to get ready for earthquakes. So I had to grow food. I know how to prep. Uh, I'm Eugene, if he was telling the truth. Well, I can't build bullets, but I feel like I could figure it out. It's pretty easy. I've got a put the explosive stuff in the i'm curious stuff. like a cat i got a scar from a lie burn on my finger because i wanted to know what lie did one time after i read fight club and <laughs> turns out it does burn you if you get it wet the lie was yeah. in the lie i feel like after saying that though you're the person that gets killed Im- immediately when the zombie oh no no, no look i'm gonna die within yeah. the first week you just want me on your side because i'll set you up great <laughs> like when i die grab my backpack that shit's worth something <laughs> see i live in a small town and it's used to live in a small live, town live in fresno what the hell i know i used to live in a small town growing I'm, up I'm in the and yeah, and uh, and it's an agriculture town. A lot of foothills. You have to drive from a city to get there. bunch of bunch of Mexicans with with farm animals. Zombies notoriously notoriously don't like the taste of Mexican. No, no we're very good. <laughs> we just don't want them to too spicy. Find out <laughs> too spicy. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I, I I would try to go to my small town and. Uh, trying to figure out what the race of people like i was literally going like am i effed if too many white people are around me like what do i do <laughs> no, what was that key and peel sketch where the zombies are racist <laughs> so they weren't eating the black people at all <laughs> but i oh you yeah. said that i immediately had a real thought where i was like how ethnically diverse does my group of people i stay with have to be like should it be like do i need to like horn in with like a group of all people that aren't white or like do i need to care put a lot of tabasco <laughs> on your arm like no too spicy that's what I'll just bathe myself in my myriad of hot sauces yeah, and be like, <laughs> come at me, come people. at me, zombie. Let's do this. Pika, pika. <laughs> That's how I would survive. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, um, 
weirdly i didn't even think about this asking the question but like a lot of knowledge from that stupid book is flowing back into my brain and i think that's a point was uh living up hills because mm-hmm. naturally the zombies will go downhill mm-hmm. yeah you just treat them like stock animals you yeah. get, stock you get the high ground that's somewhere that's why they always build the shopping malls downtown and have the schools uptown springfield springfield it's a hell of a town Schoolyards up and shopping malls down. This is why we're friends, because I feel like I'm the only person that uh, remembers that song. <laughs> New York is that away. I love this scene in this movie, though, where they're just like doing their shopping through the mall, like having. Or no, this is the sec- yeah, this is the first one where they're like just having fun. They're pushing Roger around. In the I feel like there's girl. a happy song going on right now too. There is. It's really. Uptown girl. I know. We, I know. Real quick, we. I know. We <laughs> talked about it a little bit, but like lonely. the soundtrack well, in this well, first movie is weird because it's either. I think a little bit of the Goblin score is in here, which that stuff is great. And then the mall music is awesome. It's perfect because it's yeah. mall music. And then there's music that I had to look it up because like I was like, where the hell did music. this come from? They pulled it from like just an audio library that he had access to. And it is so bad. Like Sometimes it's too loud. It's too loud. It's mixed poorly. It's too loud. It doesn't fit the mood. And it's not. it doesn't do it in like the way where I think George Romero was like, I'm going to play with the tropes because there were no tropes. Yeah. I think he just, I think he, I think he was just bad at picking music. I think he knew how to make the movie he wanted to make. And when it came time for music, he's like, I don't care. Just put in some music. (laughs) But they're walking. I'm late for my huge glasses schedule. uh, Last funny streak for this movie. The music that plays over the end credits in this is the same as the music that plays in the end credits of uh, Robot Chicken, which I, (laughs) when when the end credits hit today it didn't even occur to me i was just sitting there and as i walked around the house i was like humming it and then i stopped humming it started going dang it is it's the same exact song okay so i think we all like dawn of the dead oh hell yeah that movie yeah if you like zombie movies that's just such a cornerstone of everything everything that we know now even up to like the walking dead i would say is this is the beginning of a lot of it yeah, I mean, this. It, if you haven't seen the original, for sure, this is like the, to me, I think this is the origin of like zombies as we know them. Like, yeah. Yeah, night came first, but dawn is kind of where it's yeah more realized. To make it something everyone understands, Night of the Living Dead is uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And Night of the, or dawn of the, dawn of the Dead is Assassin's Creed 2, yep. you know, just like that common trope everybody knows. I understand it completely. Uh, Yeah, but I, yeah, I'd absolutely recommend it. I think, I think it's, it's a great zombie movie. It's just a great movie. I think like if you just like film and you like independent film, it's really cool to watch that movie and kind of just see like not just how it informed like zombie films, but like it was made in 78 on a shoestring shoe shoestring budget by an indie filmmaker who never stopped being an indie filmmaker. And it's kind of awesome to watch that and just go like, wow, that like it feels like that 90s indie spirit, but in like 78. Yeah. It's really good. I really got it. It's a really good movie. And I Thank forgot, you. like, he was offered a bunch of money to make a sequel. Yeah, no. Like, he, big studios, he is, he's like, no. He is a hardcore indie filmmaker. Like, that dude is an artist, and his art just happens to be creepy zombie movies and horror, but he is an artist. And he flew to Italy to hang out with Argento for, like, a couple months and, yeah. like, wrote the script over there. Yeah, like, Argento, or it was uh, co-produced by an Italian company. That's why Zombie exists, yeah. because they literally made it to be two different movies. So weird. It's just the weirdest damn movie. It's so is. cool. Speaking of weird movies. Cool ass movie. Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. Uh, Return of the Living Dead, like I said, is also a sequel to Night of the Living Dead. That shit crazy movie. Kind of. Yes. Time to party. Do you want to party? 
Um, so like I was saying earlier, the producer of Night of the Living Dead had an argument with George Romero. They didn't know where to take the movies. So George made Dawn of the Dead, the one that we just t- talked about. And um, I forgot his name already. Dan O'Bannon. Nope. Oh, the producer. Yeah, I don't have that again. <laughs> John Russo. John Russo. Okay. So he writes his own script for Return of the Dead. And I think there's actually a book that came out first. And so his in his original... No? Blew my, just blew my goddamn mind right now. <laughs> if there's a book of this, I have to read it. But the thing is, I don't know if it's this or his original idea. His original idea was going to be more of a direct sequel to Night of the Living Dead. And it's going to start off with like... Um, Basically, like cults start existing because they're trying to like figure out reasons for the de- dead coming back, and it starts at a funeral for a little girl, and like this, this dad has to like put a stake through her head mm. as part of the ceremony, and they light the body on fire because the, they can't leave the bodies anymore, and it's gonna go like darker like that, and so they he sells, I believe he sold the rights to the studio studio that made the movie, and they go through the script. They're like, the script is garbage. We're going to bring in this guy and make a new script and not make your movie. But thank you for giving us the uh, Living Dead rights. And so that's what we got here. And it is crazy. Yeah. So when you said we were going to watch this, I, I think I even said like, you do you, or I think I said something made you say, do I hate you? Like I, I was not into watching this movie at all. Why would you tell me hurtful things? Yeah, that's what it was. Because I, yeah, I just, I've seen this movie. I had seen, I'm sure it was only one time in like 86 my mom's best friend owned a video store and my mom would work there. And when they got into renting video games, she wanted to try it, but didn't want to put out all the money. And my mom and dad were nice to me and bought me a lot of video games. So we made a deal where I let her borrow a bunch of my games so she could rent them out. Mm-hmm. And if it worked out, and the payment I got was I could rent any movies I want at any time. And if it worked out, when she started buying her own games, I could take any game I want at any time, which was, I made out like a band in this guy. It's a it deal. Was pretty great. <laughs> Um, I had to get a job at a freaking. But I remember because my mom, my mom and dad were pretty loose with what I could watch. But I mean, there were obviously rules, and I really want to rent this movie, and it's very rated R. But I was able to convince them by showing them like it's Night of the Living Dead sequel. About to see why? Oh, I was far too young to see why we why I shouldn't have seen this. I all I remembered was was the the upper nudity. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of gratuitous bottom nudity too. But that's I want to get into a little bit later, but it's a funny story. Um, but uh, yeah, so I saw this movie and I was like, I was un- I was I wasn't even ten years old. I know I wasn't ten years yeah, old. You told us eight. Yeah, I I, I think you it was around. I think eight. I was probably eight years old because oh, if man. it was like eighty six, that'd make me about eight years old. Um, and I hated this movie a lot because what I wanted was my cool like uh. Nightmare on Elm Street horror movie, or yeah. hopefully, what I really wanted was Night of the Living Dead, and this is not that. <laughs> but so I, I for years just was like that movie was bad, and never watched it again based on the opinion of an eight-year-old idiot version of me. So I want to get into the plot real quick before we really jump into it, because this this is my original pick. Is I wanted to watch this. Yeah, that yeah. She that's have a, yep. Okay. I, uh, I didn't notice that till now. I'm just finding out stuff about this movie left and right. <laughs> it's because of the high def. Uh, when two bumbling employees at a medical supply warehouse accidentally release a deadly gas into the air. And they, the, are, they are so bumbling. I love them. The vapors cause the dead to rise again as zombies. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is exactly that happens. what happens. <laughs> um, I, I actually didn't watch this movie until somewhat recently. This is probably, Now it's probably my fourth viewing. Um, but I always stayed away from 
Re- Return of the Living Dead because I know that this was the movie where zombies started first talking saying, in general, saying brains. but specifically Ugh. saying brains. And I always hated that. I still hate that. And because like very much, like we just saw in the Romero thing, like they were just flesh eaters. Like there was no brains involved. Yeah. But then, if for some reason, it just became um, just something that goes with zombies in like pop culture mostly it was never really in movies which is wild because this is not like a movie i think most people have probably seen right. or heard of not gonna lie this is my first time i think watching yeah this which movie. and this is like the normal ones where i'm like alex how have you not like like if you told me you'd seen this before i'd be more shocked at that <laughs> yeah yeah and so because of the reason i stayed away from this movie and i just thought it was gonna be stupid and then i was like it's not even related to like night of living dead or dawn of the dead like it's its own its own thing is this like a ripoff and then I watched it, and this is like one of my now it's one of my favorite, um, at least a go-to Halloween movie, but definitely one of my favorite like, I guess horror comedies Dude, really. Two thirds really of this movie comedy. Two thirds of this movie I love. I straight like I I was I was blown away by how much I liked a huge chunk of this movie. Um, it's weird, dude. Like this movie should be terrible, and I don't even like it like on a like so bad it's good. It's good. It's straight up good at times. And there um, are very bad moments, but there are straight up good moments. It, it kind of is accidentally good. Because again, this had a totally different script, which apparently was terrible. Um, they picked up a bunch of like new actors. One of them, um, Spider? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nunez, what's his name? Um, he was literally living off the streets at the time of re- uh, making this movie. Like He oh, wow. was living in halfway houses and stuff. Um. But that you get like kind of, I, I don't know uh, James Karen, but I know he was in a lot of things, and he's probably my favorite characters in this entire movie. Oh, Frank, what are you doing, Frankie? <laughs> oh man, oh, gotta get the boss. <laughs> Engineered by top I, <laughs> U.S. Uh, uh, engineers. Bang bang. Oh fuck. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Get get into how this is a sequel because I think that is like legitimate. I think that's the smartest thing in this entire movie is the way they present how this is an actual sequel. To Night of the Living Dead. So, so okay. So this Frank and Frankie wild. are working in this, um, I guess, like a, a medical supply store. Yeah, it's a, it's a medical supply warehouse. And they're, they're closing up. It's like 4th of July weekend. And um, Frankie, the younger guy, is new. And he's starting his job. Frank's showing him around. And he, they have... Gutter punk trash. And uh, he, he showed... They have like cadavers and stuff. And... He starts to kind of show off what they carry over there. And I don't remember what really led to the conversation, but he tells Frankie that, have you ever seen that movie, Night of the Living Dead? He's like, yeah, the one with the, I think they say zombies in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where, because that's how in this, in this universe, zombies are a word they can use. Because like, oh, there was the zombies. And he's like, well, so that's based on a true story. Which in the beginning of Night of the Living Dead straight up says the following events are based on a true story. Like... That's in there. Like Actually, they, they tie that in. Yeah. Um, that's how this one starts too. Cause I wrote that one down. It's the events portrayed in this film are all true. The names are real names of real people and real organizations. And so, yeah, Frank tells Frankie that the events in the night of the living dead movie, which the movie exists in this universe actually happen. Just not the way that they were portrayed in the movie. Yeah. And I think Frankie asked him like, well, how do you know? Um, and he explains like chemical or something like that. Yeah, and he says like, "Oh, because well, we got one of them down there. We have it sealed up." And it's like, do you want to see it? <laughs> Which, see to what? be fair, that is a good character moment. Because tell me, you would not do that if you had like 
Yeah. If you if you worked in this it's, place and I walked up to you and you're showing me off your half dogs. Not only that, it's like he's probably been working here alone for mm-hmm. a while and he just he can't wait to show someone this he, thing. He's delightfully weird. Like he's weird, but he's not creepy weird. He's like, oh, you're a poor old man who just works by himself and has a good just you just this is where you this is your blue collar dude. And so they go into the basement and there's this canister with a corpse inside. And I guess he explains that the that there was a chemical involved in Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, it was like a, the government was working on some chemical thing, and that's what. Yeah, it was got like almost out. like a super soldier thing. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, the government came and cleaned up everything at the end of Night of the Living Dead, and, and played it off as zombies. Yeah, and then uh, they even had to take up the soil. They said, and so they had everything in this canister. One of them, one of them was one of the zombie corpses with all the soil the soil She's in so there. So naked through the whole movie. Sorry, and, uh, <laughs> just looked up. I'm like, oh, just naked lady. <laughs> It's funny when the friends are like, oh, here she's doing it again. Yeah, the trash, trash is getting, getting naked, naked again. <laughs> um, so it shows them the, the canister and then uh, uh, Frankie being like a normal person is like, you know, stop banging on that thing. What if it leaks? And leak? Hell no. These things are made by the U.S. Ar- Army Corps of Engineers. So oh, fuck. And they get blasted with the... Uh, the mist. The, the, yeah, the mist. And it kind of starts from there. And you... One of the best intros, I think, too, is when the mist is seeking into the building, getting onto the cadaver that's hanging. Just the music that's playing, and we're following the mist with it. That's one of my favorite things. Oh, the yellow cadaver? Yeah. Yeah. The Simpsons cadaver. And um, also one of my... (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. It's pure yellow, too. Um, One of my favorite effects is on... uh, We don't know yet, but the the tar man is what's in the canister. But you can see the the melting wax special effects, and I just... I love that. Any movie. It's in Mandy. It's weird how, like wet that that zombie gets yeah it's cool like i was talking to Alex before you got in like that zombie has both my favorite and least favorite design in this entire movie yeah. on that same character and so i don't know if we want to like go through the whole story but i mean this i could i could this movie, movie is a ride day. like i it's just so fun it, it feels like there's two movies in this yeah. because there's the movie where it's frank and frankie is frank and frankie right yeah frank and frankie um and it's their story about like they set this thing off and they keep trying to fix. So they're like they know, like, oh, you got to take out the brain because that's what the movie said. Yeah. And my favorite thing in this movie is that rule does not exist. Nope. In this world, the the dead are alive. Period. You cut them apart, all the parts are alive. Because immediately they pickaxe the back of the the zombie's head. Yeah. And then they cut off. Yeah. The head with a saw. In a shockingly cool effect. Yeah. Like in a movie that has like some really really bad effects. That was a re- I liked that one a lot. Yeah. And uh, the zombie's still moving around. Like it literally gets up without a head and starts chasing them again. And so, like, we even see, I mean, I guess we got it hinted towards with the, the uh, bisected dog. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, clearly it, its brain is not together anymore. Yeah. And, and then just barking. a cool, like, subtle shot with the uh Oh, and the, the way it was the whining, too, was creepy. The yeah. way that dog is like, eh, it's like, it's in oh, pain. God. Oh, God. oh, my God. That's the first time. Yeah, that's in pain. Holy yeah. crap. Okay. Man, this movie, this movie tells a story. <laughs> and so, uh, later on, it gets revealed that the zombies... Um, they create brains because of the uh, basically the chemicals in a brain. It's the only thing that relieves pain, and that's all they feel because they're they're dead and they feel dead. And uh, even at this scene, we get a good we get a little science lesson about rigor mortis, and that's kind of to me how the chemical works in this is that it starts in the brain and trying to kind of travels with the rigor mortis, and so we see that in Frank and Frankie. Well, they if they cut out the punks, which I. Now, this is a punk movie. It is a punk it movie. Is it a is a punk movie. It is straight up a punk movie. But if they cut that subplot out and just made a movie, like I could see this being a deadly serious movie without the punks. Deadly. But with um, the puns. Now, with the punks, that's where all the fun comes in. It's because <laughs> it, 
that's where like the rest of this movie doesn't feel like it's from 85. Like the the parts with Frank and Frankie could be today, 85, 69, whatever. You yeah. pick pick a year and that it, it would make sense. Nice. I was hoping so we picked up on that. But um the the parts with the punks are what really age the movie and I think at this point not in a great way, but also it doesn't hurt the movie. It's just like that's where you go like, "Ooh, this feels like a 1980s movie." Uh the way they speak to each other, the music, they, the I think like this is a fashion statement. I like the music. It's a way of life. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, the, I, I like the music in the movie. I do like it. I don't like how they use it though. It's so on the nose. For me, just I, re- I really just like the uh, the intro one when the gas is going through, and then the uh, do you want a party? Yeah, it's part of time. Well, I mean, they stop just short of going like the dead are coming back to life. <laughs> Return of the living dead. Send. But like, the, so what we're seeing right cops. now is like after they take the yellow zombie out, they just cut his ass apart. They they just keep chopping away, <laughs> and, and um, which again, like the the weirdest thing is every move they make. I'm like, dude, that I yes, that makes sense. Like these characters aren't idiots. Yeah, um, they're they, very brave for just seeing these guys for the first time. Well, I'd be freaking out. You'd be freaking like, out. Let's which, go. Which they do though. They that's what I like. They do. It feels weirdly almost. real because I'm like, yeah, I feel like this is how we'd be. We'd, we'd be screaming and crying, but also yeah. like save ourselves, save ourselves. Yeah, I'd grab a battle look. axe too. And they're doing what they saw in a movie, which is like take out the brain. Oh shit, the brain didn't work. What do we do? Oh, let's go to this. Let's go to the morgue or wherever mortuary. Yeah. yeah. Um, at Resurrection Cemetery, the dumbest name for a cemetery ever. <laughs> what about the name of the uh, the medical supply place? It's like you need it or something. Yeah, just <laughs> there's so many tongue in cheek things in a movie that somehow is some not tongue in cheek through a chunk of it, then is very tongue in cheek in others. But well, like even like the graffiti on the graveyard, and then you see the graveyard the the car they're driving has that graffiti. Yeah, and it's just like is that foreshadowing? Is that it's, it's so there's so many choices where like. I feel like half of it is they were smart and the other half is they failed upwards. Yeah. <laughs> they failed upwards. But yeah, like story of my life. <laughs> the way that the way the zombie the apocalypse story. gets unleashed is genius, I think. They they take the body, they're smart mm-hmm. enough to go like, "Okay, we don't know what to do with this. Fire, let's use fire." Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz they were going to first they wanted to use like chemicals and like acid or something, yeah. but like, "Well, we don't we don't have enough or anything that's strong enough or whatever." Yeah. And so it's like, "Okay, yeah, we we got to burn it. We got a buddy that works at the the mortuary. He has the incinerator or a crematorium or Yeah, the crematorium. Uh, uh, yeah. My my favorite part with the with the buddy the the the, mort- the mortician. "Hey man, we got to burn this." No. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Well, hey, if we if you do if I let you do this, you're gonna owe me a big favor. And like, even the way they say it, you're like, yeah, actually, yeah, kind of, yeah, dude. Yeah. You're asking this dude to really it's break a lot of laws right yeah, here. Illegal. What was um, that favor? But when they burn, when they burn the body, favor is like to go make it or something. He he yeah. he does call the favor back later. When uh when they burn the body, which I think is the most sane thing they could do, it unleashes a smoke. All the chemicals, yeah, get burnt yeah. into it. And then there's a storm. The The it's, smoke goes up. Yeah, it's rain hits it, pulls it down like acid rain, and it happens. They're at a, they're at a graveyard. graveyard. So that's, hey, good place to start. It's a perfect storm. But uh, it's not a good place to be naked in the first place. Unless then, you like, <laughs> do you ever fantasize about dying? That, no. Her, her, character, her character is all I remembered from this movie. And her character is everything I hate in this movie. Trash. Her character is trash. I don't hate the punks. I I do still think they date the movie. They show you this is the mid-80s. But whatever. I mean, that's what it is. I actually like all of the rest of them and the Mm. way they react and the way they are, except for her. Because she's just the most over-the-top, like, doesn't feel like a character. Even when she's 
a zombie. She's almost yes. like Queen Zombie. Yeah. She like cuz the zombies in this in this universe keep a lot of their personality like they're they're mm-hmm. consumed by that hunger to stop the pain. Well, I think uh, Frank and Freddy are actually zombies in, at this moment. Like Yes. Oh, they yeah. are. Since, they are. Yeah. You can and, see subtly the, the makeup gets darker, yep. the But I mean, yeah, that's and, part of it. Like they are zombies, but they are still them. And, yeah. and I love how they really show like the 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 trajectory of what this thing does to them like as they start as they start realizing that they're dead already. And like they're sitting there and they see the bruise and they're like, dude, that's the blood pooling. Yeah. And then they start moving and like when they move, they're screaming and they're that's where you're seeing like, oh, they are in pain all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the. It was rough, dude. Like that was rough. I felt bad for them. Mm -hmm. These two poor bumbling. Um, The girl that plays Jewel was actually a stripper and she was actually supposed to be trash. Well, but then she's like. Can I not get naked in the movie? Like, I know you met me at a strip club, and they're like, yeah, okay, you be this character. Her? Uh, you no, know, Jewel, uh, the one with the blue dress and, like, kind of, like, the oh, almost Milwaukee. At the core of the character of Trash is a need to be nude all the time, so if you're not going to get nude, you don't get to be Trash. Yeah. Freddy looks like young Jason Siegel. Yeah, dude, yes, he does. He actually really does. Like, freaks and geeks. I just... this This crew, every time the story is on these four, I really love this movie. Bert and Frank did not get along on set because Bert didn't understand how the roles were going to be played. He thought it was going to be like a serious like yeah. Night of the Living Dead movie. So that's how he plays it. Whereas the dude who plays Frank was like, oh, gee whiz, yeah. guys. Yeah. And so he, so Bert is mad that he's playing it that way. Fred, uh, Frank is kind of, Frank looks like the nicest man ever. I, I saw an interview with him uh, earlier today and like, I think he's dead now, unfortunately. But like, I'm still, I was still laughing at the interview and it wasn't that long ago and like, he just seems like the nicest, funniest guy ever. But he still like said I didn't get along with him at that point. And now uh after the fact, uh Bert's like, Man, I wish I played it differently, but it works so well in this because it's you know the straight man and the, the, the funny guy. It, it, well, it, it makes sense too, because like Bert is the boss and Frank is just the dude who works there who's training this new kid. Yeah, because even right here, they're already starting to they already have makeup on, they look rough. They uh almost got or they tried I don't even know if they got close, but they tried to get Leslie Nielsen to be Bert. And now I can see it. I could absolutely see that. And this would have been like a pre... This would have been a pre-Naked Gun or right around Naked Gun, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. So like this would have been right at the cusp of him becoming a funny guy from a series actor. Have you ever seen Forbidden Planet? Yeah. 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 Leslie Nielsen has dark hair. It's really weird. Like that's like when you see those random things of Steve Martin when he had dark hair yeah. for that hot, for like three seconds. When, when he was the, in his 20s. Yeah. When he was like 28 or 21. <laughs> then he turned 22 and his hair went white. You what? The the biggest difference between these these two movies, if I can real real fast, since we're seeing the talking uh, to the mic, man. Oh, sorry, I tilted it on Let's the. Get you heard, heard. I'll rewind it. Uh, if I could talk about the, if I could talk real fast about what was faster. the main difference, what faster? You said you're gonna talk real fast. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, the main difference between these two movies, and I should have read maybe the synopsis for Return, <laughs> is that. I was expecting like Dawn of the Dead, you could kill them. Mm-hmm. And so I had to approach this movie differently that this was more of a comedy and just not, I was like, why aren't they dying? <laughs> it was but, almost like a little bit of my frustration. That's the weirdest thing though. Is like, th- like I am, I feel like an ass for saying it like this, but like I would put this movie up there with gremlins and the fact that it is a, if you take out a handful of scenes, it's a straight up horror film. Yeah. And then, just by adding in these couple of like 
weird scenes and any part the punks are on screen, they add that little bit moment of levity, which makes it officially like a comedy too. Mm-hmm. But like you could easily edit this movie and make it just a, a really terrifying movie. Like, it's oh a- yeah, I mean being stuck and yeah, we need the uh, the Argento cut. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> well, because like these zombies, I think even more than like the Dawn of the Dead ones, these feel unstoppable because they're unstoppable. Like these are. Well, the smart, you can't, it's mm-hmm. super hard also to fast. kill them. They're, yeah, they're fast. They're, yeah. It doesn't matter how decayed they are, they still talk. Waggle their spine like a tail. Yeah, and that part. I don't think spines part, like that, but okay. <laughs> I mean, don't pay you to think, but okay. Even, <laughs> even that scene where she describes how, why they want brains. Yeah. That's one of my favorite parts of this whole movie. Yeah. Because it really brought home why they, they want brains. And... I think I think just tying up those loose ends is what really did it for for me in that movie. And once I got that perspective, uh, I enjoyed it a lot more. What? Oh, good. Uh, well, I was thinking uh, thinking about the differences between between the two movies. This one is, you know, zombies are the bad guy. What is up with this graveyard? Why are all the headstones like two inches <laughs> away from each other? <laughs> but yeah, zombies are the, the villain. Like, yeah, that's not in Dawn of the Dead, and it's kind of not what we're used to in you know uh, the remake Dawn of the Dead. Um, Dawn of the Dead like reminds me of dead. Walking Sorry. Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah they the humans are the Walking Dead, yeah. not the not the zombies themselves. But this one, you have like two kind of like different groups, but they come together. Yeah, like it's just nothing but humans trying to survive and help other oh, yeah. humans. And then there, yeah, there's until two the movies. big bad army comes in. There's mm-hmm. straight up two movies. There's the movie where it's the the punks that are just like out doing their punk party in the graveyard, and all hell breaks loose around them, and they try to survive. And then there's this group where it's like they accidentally make this apocalypse happen, and also are just trying to figure out what's happening not even like i mean they're trying to stay alive obviously but they're more just trying to figure out like what the hell is going on and the punks do not care what's going on they just want to stay alive um i was gonna look up his full name right now i can't remember but ernie's character is actually he's supposed to be a uh former uh nazi officer and so that's why he has the the german pistol and i think he's listening to some German music is that like legit? In yeah, because uh, I was like watching a um, really good documentary. Actually, it's uh, it came out. Let me look quick. I think it's called More Brains, and they reunite the cast and uh, talk about making the movie. And the actor that plays Ernie, he's like, when I told my friend about the role, he's like, you know, the character Ernie so and so is like a high ranking Nazi official, right? So it didn't occur to me right now. We're not just just not going to comment on it. It's Bert and Ernie and their friends. I was, but I forgot. <laughs> didn't occur because you said you said Ernie and then you said Bert real quick, and that was the first time those two names went mm-hmm. together in this for me. Uh, Bert, the dead coming alive again. Bert, I I do think this movie gets held back for me because the effects are, for the most part, very bad. And I was watching something today, and they were talking about how, like, I guess very famously, the first person they had come in to do the the special effects for this. I don't know why they... I, I'm, I'm going to look more into this. I should have looked into it beforehand. But I mean, I literally learned this, like, five minutes before you guys showed up. But I guess the first guy they hired to do the special effects, first company, was so comically bad, they basically got shamed out of the industry. <laughs> and there's pictures out of, like, the effects they had designed, and they look bad. Like, so they, they did the yellow zombie. Yeah, I was going to say, um, you could still see, like, glimpses of... Uh, where I think I guess it's mostly when the head's off. Yeah, and like, you can see like you can tell the difference between like the one that they corrected and yeah. the one that, that was like the original because like the corrected one is a little bit darker hue, but that original one just looks like a weird leather suit that has like creases and folds all over it. And I guess the rest of their effects were real bad. But I think I saw a picture and it basically looked like a bunch of masking tape. Yeah, that was painted yellow it, it on looked, top of someone. It looked like something we would make 
and we would make it purposefully that bad as yeah. a joke. I don't like the weird, like this movie is obsessed with showing the zombies eyes, even if they're a skeleton. So like you have a full skeleton, but it's got like super wet eyes and I, it's just weird. And I don't like, I kind of like it, which I know. And I totally get that. Like I get, there's a lot of people like the, the look of the tar man. A lot of people love the look of the tar man. I hate everything on his face. Everything outside of that. I think the way the, the, the creature looks animated it is, or it's so it's like a Muppet. Like that's the, that's my problem with all of them. They look like Muppets. Like even the one like in the scene where it's like the the dead body, it's like we're in pain. Like the the lady on the slab, that effect is cool. I hate her face because she again looks like a muppet. Well, there's never a consistent look. Either. No, no, there is not. I I just wanted one look and be fine with it. And it, and it that's I think it's great though. I mean, you got the yellow zam- zombie, you got the tar zombie, yeah. you got the, the spinal zombie. Which I mean, I get because they're in different and phases, right? I mean, maybe. But then like trash is like unhinged in your jaw. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trash, trash is like a whole different. Like she almost looks like she looks like a demon. God, what she looks like? She looks like, like Zool. She, she looks, looks like Zool. Zool or Kerrigan. Yeah, she becomes like a zombie queen like right away. What is your choice? <laughs> like Dan Aykroyd is going to show up and make the Marshmallow Man out of this. I did see that uh, in Bert's office. There's an eye chart that if you read, it says like Bert is a slave driver or something. Yeah. Uh, I was that, trying to make it out because I'm a B. Yeah, your is I couldn't make it out. <laughs> now that makes sense. Um, I'm gonna need to revoke your license. Now, as much as I'm saying I don't like the way the tar man's head looks, I do like the overall look of the costume tar and the way he moves is yes. incredible. Yes, like there is an animation to the way he moves that is just go. yeah, like. Yeah, that effect. His teeth are kind of white, but I mean, he's been staying in the bin for a while. I'm, I'm just saying, it. it's a cool effect. I wish it was a little <laughs> bit more re- trash. Put your shirt on. No. How do you not put your shirt on when there's acid rain coming on you? Oh, oh I man. forgot acid um, rain. the uh, the the full frontal shot. So um, originally, she came out straight out. Yeah, her like, ain't there. Just didn't never notice it. Originally, when they were gonna do it, she was like full, like unshaven. And then they're like, we can't put that on like the big screen like that. So then they shaved it, and then they're like, this now it looks worse. So they literally put like uh, panties on her, and then like painted them painted, to match her skin. Not even painted; they actually put like uh, prosthetic on it. So she literally looks like a Barbie doll. Yeah, it's <laughs> real upsetting. And it wasn't that noticeable back then, but now it's like super noticeable. Thanks, LG. Um, I do really like the fact that the top of Tarman's head is like pure skull, and then as it goes down, it gets like. There, that's that's the thing that it, that's the entire theme of this movie for me is that there's like I love eighty percent of everything and then twenty percent of it I'm just like oh god like the really crazy thing is now after watching this again I don't really get why they remade Dawn of the Dead like I get that it's telling a different version of that story but it doesn't need to exist like th- that mm. I could never think about the two thousand four one again I'd be fine I still like the movie but I don't I don't need it. So, I think this is the one I'd love to see a remake of. Got some bad news. Uh-oh. Return of the Living Dead Part 2 is a remake of this, and it is bad. Oh, no, no. Yeah, okay. When I say I'd like to see a remake, I mean like now. today. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do know that Return of the Living Dead Part 2 is like a remake because it was in that same conversation like Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, where they're like, it's a sequel remake. Yeah, but Evil Dead... takes place Evil Dead years later. How you should do it. Yeah. What they did in Return 2 is it was bad. And Tarman sucks in that one. Like, I'm glad he came back though. She had on something for like a minute. I know. <laughs> I got socks on. I'm not naked. 
what oh my god what is this actor's name i keep forgetting because he's like the only person in the entire movie aside from the old guys who you've ever seen anything else and nunez joanna man yes uh michael nunez yeah um he's in a friday the 13th movie Mm. isn't like jason slap him or something isn't the same character because he looks exactly the same i i I mean he he looks like a warrior to me he yes he does look like he's from warriors but like exactly the same uh to the point where like it's been so long since I'd seen this that my memories of the two movies had gone like together. I think it's like uh, Friday Thirteenth Five or something. Jason takes Manhattan. Am I? I don't know. I don't know which one it is. By nose, I know it's a Friday Thirteenth movie. I think it's Jason. Takes he Manhattan looks identical sure. because I I forgot he was in this, and I legitimately remembered his entire part from this as part of that movie. <laughs> um. Yeah, this whole scene with the paramedics is great. They. Even like the zombies, like at first, I hate that they all say brains. I really do hate that. I think that like brains is stupid. I like the reason they need the brains. I mm-hmm. think it's cool they gave you a, a reason for it. I do like that the zombies are intelligent though, because like when that one zombie gets back in the paramedic after they kill the two, and he's like, "Send more paramedics. Yeah. Send more cops." And the <laughs> the fact that they keep sending them, they just keep feeding and building this <laughs> army. And I'm like, man, this is actually kind of like genius. A, like a flash mob too when the paramedics show up. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like yeah, they yelling at them. They're like, yeah. No, don't come back here. And they're like, why not? Oh, beans, here comes the zombies. <laughs> uh, this movie also has a shockingly bleak ending. Yeah. Holy shit, it comes like, out of nowhere. And it's kind of hinted towards the entire time because aside from what's happening at the uh, the graveyard, mortuary, or whatever, there's um, we get a scene with a government official and he's like going home and... Yeah. Uh, wife's like oh how was your day blah blah and like like in san diego like in a nice yeah. place and uh made your favorite for dinner again lamb chops oh i had that for lunch it was that for lunch um but it's hinted towards that he has to be on constant contact with the military because they're missing something which turns out to be the, the canisters yeah which and that, the, that you're like okay i get it and there's a number on the canisters to call this number in case you find it and they're like we're not gonna call them that's the army hilarious and eventually they um they do call the number and then they're like, okay, thank you for calling us. And then they nuke, uh, what uh are they it's, in it's in, no, it's in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Like, it's funny because I'm like, that's where my family's at. <laughs> you killed my family. I didn't remember that at all. And when they started, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be like, um, cause they get to the point. So matter of fact, like, okay, well, thank you for calling. Okay. Yeah. And then the, like the, the army guy calls in and the guy's like, all right, we got your codes. Okay, we're go to law. Thank you very much. Like, it's just so... Was H hot dog, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hot dog. But hot that's not how it works. Is that HD? Um, <laughs> no, it's H. But yeah, so they they do that. And then it's just so just like, okay, we're I guess we're go to do this. <laughs> and I, I, for a minute, I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be like the, the outbreak thing where it's going to be yeah. like, this is to the people on the plane. Please don't do it. No, <laughs> they just blow this shit up. And the guy even goes nice. like, "This looks like that looks like it's out of Evil Dead." Yeah, and that's what I thought of. I mean, the, um, the cover. Yeah, but uh, the fact that like they just so quickly are like, "Oh, it looks like we contained it. Only four thousand dead. We're pretty okay with that." Yeah. Minimal casualties. Which again, like a nuke train. Like, is, what even is that? <laughs> but the craziest that's part, when I thought about it after the fact, I was like, "That's insane." I was like, "Actually, no, nah, that's actually yeah, that that makes sense. That 100 percent the story they built that makes sense. That's yeah. how this would end. Is they're like, oh, good, okay, we found that thing, burn it down. Found the Easter eggs. Oh, Do my contacts. You think about old men just ripping you apart. That's how she dies. Spoiler. Yeah, 
That was the. I mean, they look kind of young. They're just the dead. most on the nose foreshadowing that's ever existed. <laughs> Do you ever think about how you want to die? Old she man eating me. For that being her fantasy, she did not look very happy. No, she. Yeah, like you. What should have happened right there, especially she's gonna be queen of the undead, is when they started coming at her, she should have been like, yes. oh, hell yes. <laughs> and tears her shot. Her top comes off again because <laughs> I think this is like the 30 seconds of the movie her top is on is when she gets killed. And it's just so they can tear her skin off or her shirt off because it's easier than making fake skin. Yeah. I can't remember what other movies she's in, but she's she was in a she was like a scream queen. She was in a lot of movies and she was topless uh, in a lot of movies. Black Christmas, I think. She's very topless in Black, Black Christmas. Yeah, th- these were like this has the auspicious honor of being the first time I had ever seen naked breasts in a movie. At eight. Yeah, at eight years old. <laughs> and not just like, oh, there's a boob on screen, but like gratuitous nudity. She's she's getting naked again. Mom, I don't think ladies have anything downstairs either. It's all smooth. <laughs> like like Barbie. Barbie told me. <laughs> God, this movie's wild. I, I, I will I love it. I'm gonna happily watch this again. Like this is I, I as much as I know the rest of the movies are very bad, I will now seek out and watch the other ones just because I gotta know. I hear three isn't bad. So I am gonna still attempt that. But two. Like I lost interest. But they they it's I'm pretty sure this part didn't happen because it starts off with the military transporting the things again with the Tarman in it. But then it's like because uh, Monster Squad was big back when Part Two came out, yeah, they try to make it a Monster Squad, so it focuses on like the kids, like oh, we're going to save the, the world. The crappy part is that sounds awesome to it, me. It it could have been awesome, but it's just bad. But yeah, watch it. I know you you like pain and all that stuff. The blah, third blah, one blah. was made by the dude who made Reanimator. Reanimator one. It says the third film was produced and directed by Brian Yunza, who is uh, noted for making the Reanimator series. Because Reanimator got bad too. It it did, but I have a weird soft spot for Reanimator. Uh, that was a uh, almost my pick for this, but I wanted to go. One. I read watched it twice this year. Um, I wanted to do something I don't think you've done. Try. Uh, shit, I was gonna do one more thing. One more, one more thing. One more thing. I gotta find it. Fuck, Frankie, Freddie, Freddie and Frank. The actors are in part two. Freddie and Frank. That's why it's not Frank and Frankie. <laughs> Freddie and Frank. Um, Freddie and Frank, the actors, are in part two. That is also what ruined the movie for me. Oh. Can you... As uh, actual, like, people? As different people? As, as different characters. This humans. Is, wait. And the okay. same thing happens again where they just, they're just turning. About to blow your mind. What if this is just the original American Horror Story where every every movie is a different a different story with the same group? What if they're a sequel? Except the it's time. the same story and also. And American Horror, Horror Story also got bad? It makes I, sense. I'd go so far as to say American Horror Story was never that good. We just hoped it would be. I really liked Asylum. Uh, wow, we are different people. <laughs> I think I, you could judge who a person is by what season they like. I loved the first season. I liked the first I season too. I loved and then hated the second season. And then I loved the third season. And then I liked Hotel a little bit. And I'm good. <laughs> I watched the first one and the circus. Circus, good. circus one was interesting i think that was my that was like the most interesting season for me but like not to go so super off talk but i i the thing i have the problem i have with that show is i think they start every season with a killer idea and then two-thirds eh, of the way through eh. the season go like oh god we got to keep going i was i don't know exactly there's some aliens thing. i guess Fuck, yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. they they don't finish it they heard that's the word of the day that was creepy because i heard I heard the alarm or the sirens, but I saw the thing on screen. I was like, did I turn the volume back on? I thought you did too. Paramedics. <laughs> oh, Bert. Good surround sound, Mike. Or Ernie. 
It's so real. Uh, I think that's all I got here. Oh, uh, it's a good movie. There's a documentary. I will definitely be looking for that. Uh, that yeah, freaked more, me out. More, more brains. <laughs> There's like no lazy. Oh, dude, today. that effect is so good. The little, the little person. It's either a little person or an, a double amputee. Oh, they use a lot of amputees in this. Okay, yeah, dude, that effect. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it has to be double amputee because the way he's running. Yeah. That is, it is straight up terrifying, and that's such a good use of like you know the makeup effects on that guy were trash, and if they were closer, it'd be terrible. Yeah. But in the dark, in the rain, and from behind. Dude, this movie was two-thirds of the way to being a masterpiece of horror and instead just became like a weird footnote in 80s horror movies. I think it's one of my favorite 80s horror. No, I dude, I, I, I would put it up there with most of the ones I like now, just after rewatching it one like more time. In, in the sense that like Citizen Kane is a masterpiece? I think is that what you're talking about? I though? Like, think it's this could have like that. I think this could have defined the genre the same to the same level as Dawn of the Dead did. Okay, I, I truly think this could have been something special, and instead is something very fun. Versus Dawn of the Dead is very special, but not very fun. Because I know I, I just have like a different like like I'd almost rather watch this than Dawn of the Dead because I, I, I think this is a this is a better time. Yeah, but I also think like if I were trying to explain to somebody like film theory and how to properly pace a movie and how to build characters dawn of the dead does that so much better than this yeah. movie does i guess that's the difference too like that's kind of what i this is what i like in movies compared to like dawn of the dead like i could see where like a citizen kane is the a quote-unquote perfect movie but that doesn't make it like the best movie or well, even for I, me, like I, a really good movie i totally get that because like that's my thing with dawn of the dead is like as much as i i do love that movie that's the perfect example of a movie where I like what it informed almost more than I like it. Like, I think what it does is it informed what everything else became versus this is just a fun ass movie. Yeah. And I, I'm bummed out because I see a version of this movie where I'm like, dude, this could have been the one that took the world over. Cause let's be real. Like after day of the dead, the rest of the Romero movies are like, they're forgettable. Yeah. And even day of the dead, like I, I love that movie, but it's not a, it's not a fun watch for a lot of people. It's, no, but I, I still think it, that's the one where they perfected it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's I think that's the one where like they were informed by their own stuff, and George Romero finally was like, "I get what I'm doing." Yeah, just this once Dude. though, and then I'm gonna forget. Send more paramedics. Also, the way that one dude, what's that guy's name? Spider, the big tall one. Uh, suicide. Suicide. I knew it was an S word. The way that uh, it's Tarman kills him, right? Yeah. Dude, it just the, bites his like head it just somehow. Goes into it like an orange, like just like it's like a hard boiled egg. Yeah, like is and then right there, like the zombie who was like at the side of the paramedic, like he wasn't just like biting that thing. He was like like face face deep in yeah. it. Do you see him again? Like the, the weird suicide? white one that got bit in the head. No suicide. You don't. No. So in this movie, I did notice. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there are the, rules. There are rules, but I don't think getting bit transmits anything. If I think getting if, bit just if, kills you. If Unless you're um, trash. I think if you die any other way but getting your brains eaten, you don't come back. Yeah. Hmm. No, wait, wait. I don't know if I said that right. If your brains get eaten, you don't come back. But if, if you die you, any other yeah, way, you do, you come, do back. come back. You have to reanimate. Yeah, because the chemical's on you, but once your brain's gone, your brain's yeah. gone. The brain is what keeps you around. Brains, the pain. Pain brain. The documentary is called More Brains, A Return to the Living Dead. It was made in 2011. It's entirely on YouTube. Oh, hell yeah. Cool. I'm going to watch that tonight. I was like halfway in. It's really good. Like, I even had stopped, like, because I love Frank so much. He's. I, dude, I, I am. I, 
of all the things we have watched or read or done anything for this podcast, this is the one that blew my mind the most because I 100% went into this expecting to hate it. Like, I know. I was like kind of bummed out I was, when you told me that. I was, I was legitimately kind of mad at you for this. I was like, oh, cool. I get to watch <laughs> Dawn of the Dead and this trash. <laughs> and because I know how I am, I'm like, I'm going to dig into this stupid movie. And it re- I put I put off watching this until this morning. <laughs> and very begrudgingly Did sat down. Did not want to party. Dude, sat down to have my breakfast. I'm sitting there and I'm just like eating cottage cheese and hard boiled eggs because I live a life that's really cool. And uh, <laughs> is that the smell in here? Yeah. And as <laughs> it as it starts, blame I'm, the cat. I don't know. There's like from the moment it begins, I'm like, this isn't bad, and it keeps going. I'm like, I think I got like 25 minutes in. I was like, I think I like this movie a lot. And then by the time it was done, I was like, holy, sh- I think I like this. <laughs> like straight up, like this movie. Like, I like this movie enough that I will seek out a copy of it to own. Yeah. That's what I had. I, I, I want to see if there's, like, even a special edition, because they already have a special edition. I want, like, a still book of this or something. You it's, know what? It is It is criminal that this movie is not thought about. I'm mad because I got the special edition, and it has an alternate cover, but it's one of those bullshit ones where it's just a piece of paper oh, yeah. on the regular well, once cover. You pull, yeah, once you yeah. take the slip cover off, it's just the regular version. It's not even a slip cover. It's literally, it was all cellophane. And then as soon as the cellophane comes off, it's the piece of paper on there. The same way that like the company that holds the rights to Hellraiser made a couple good movies, then ran it into the ground. They did the same thing with this. They made mm-hmm. a good movie, then almost immediately ran it into the ground. I would like to see them do a, sim- a similar, well, jury's out on the Hellraiser remake, but like it sounds good so far. It sounds like they're taking it very seriously. And I would like to see them do the same with this. Yeah. But it has to be like, a party again. Yeah, no, like, it, ha- it this has. This is a party. It has to be a a very yeah. dark comedy. Where, like where they just rush in, yeah. and ambush them. I wish. Okay, so I'm not as much of like, oh my god, this is a great movie as much as you guys are. But there are times when it becomes a horror movie, and they're fast, they're intelligent, they're ambushing people. There, if this was just a fight for survival type of movie without the whole, you know, I want to party, let's party. That I'm, I'm a you know, whatever kind of class of group there they are. I don't with the punks. Um skids. It, They're skids. Skids, yeah. Um uh, <laughs> No Steart's out the door. You know, it I'm just a zombie Stuart. I wasn't born this way. <laughs> I I don't know. It just so I just I don't know if I just caught it too late and I or maybe just not my cup of tea, but I I like where they're trying to battle and survive. I don't like the You don't whole, like the fun? You're all business? Yeah, well, pretty much. I mean, I guess because it just takes away from it. I think it. I it doesn't mean I don't like the the goofy kind of zombies, but they're just it just doesn't click with me. Well, I think this like this scratches my like full moon video itch, like my like puppet master trancers, like mm. that level of like just absolute trash horror movie. Just it's just interesting. <laughs> like at the very least, like I I would absolutely say I think Dawn of the Dead I could recommend to. Easy. That made a weird vibration. That's the uh, recommendation noise. Um, <laughs> I could recommend it. The word of Mike. Hit the gong. It's Inception. <laughs> um, no, like, I, I think I could, I would recommend Dawn of the Dead to anybody, even if you don't like horror movies, just to be like, hey, this is a movie that is important. This movie I wouldn't recommend to anybody. I would recommend to anybody that is a fan of slasher slash zombie like over the top horror movies like zero problem if you if you told me if at any point i brought up like 
any 1980s horror movie and you said, I like that, I'd be like, oh, you should probably watch this movie. And I'm almost the opposite where I would recommend this one to people even if they didn't like horror because it's it's just fun. It's a fun movie. It's too many boobs. It's going to offend them. I, I, I just wish they either went either or because they, they did both. And I, I either want too much, like these guys are like heavy into punks yeah. and like, all right, let's do it. You know, I don't know. I just... I just wish it was one way or the other. I see them like spear through them with their spiky hair or something. Yeah, like I almost do. To be honest with you, like get the zombie that's saying out your own brains, but there's no way to kill them. I just there's no like escape from. I knew right away there. That's why this one's almost scarier. This is a shockingly good puppet. Yes, you were making fun of it earlier. No, I don't like the design of it, but as a puppet, it's a very good puppet. Oh yeah, as a design for a dead human, it's a bad dead human. I mean, I think this is where they even got that zombie in uh, The Walking Dead from. Like so, well, first off, first episode, I didn't notice it right now. Did you notice that spinal fluid is squirting out of her spine? That's an awesome. It's really cool. That's an awesome add-on. Um, weird thing watching this, I do think this movie informed Resident Evil a lot more than the Romero zombies did. Because like this the has a movie lo- or the game? Both. Because I think in outside of the just shambling zombies, I think this movie is the one that goes into more of the weird science and like <laughs> they're plants. Dead dogs, they're this, the they mutate into weird ass things like the Tar Man. <laughs> yeah. Tar Man is just Nemesis's dad. I love Tar Man so much. Tar Man's great, dude. Like I I have very small quibbles with it. It's mainly the eyes and the teeth. Uh, there's a sh- no, no, there's no, a there's a different version with different eyes that I would love. There's another shirt. Like obviously I like these style shirts, the button ups with like the designs all over. There's the one that's just like Tarman heads all over it. I need to get that. Um like I was saying, I was I am opposite of you where you I would recommend her? this to uh Yeah, they like dragged her into the mud. Oh, okay. Um and no bite marks. I would recommend Return of the Living Dead to people that even even if they don't like horror movies just because it's fun. And I wouldn't really recommend Dawn of the Dead to people that don't like horror because it's just bleak. Like that's all it is. You're not gonna really if you don't like horror, you're not really gonna come out of it happy. No, yeah, no, there's 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 no joy in that movie whatsoever. Except for pies in the face, but that was brief. Well, honestly, both movies ended up bleak. I mean yeah. they both zombie movies, there is no good future. With this Zool. one, I, yeah, naked Zool. I feel like Thriller is going to come on right now. There's no, there's no pants, only Zool. I gotta, okay, I gotta pull up a picture. Hold on, I gotta see this because like, the I gotta go side by side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She unhinges her jaw. It looks like a, a vampire. Yeah, at it that happens point. twice. Um, later on, when they, I think she attacks the cops. It's not Gozer. Gozer is. Oh no, it is Gozer, isn't it? Gozer the Gozerian. That's who I'm thinking of. Yep, that's exactly who I'm thinking of. Ghostbusters. Yep. She looks just like Gozer. Yeah. Are you the key master? Yeah, like Gozer is just like the the high class version, <laughs> high class version of trash. High class trash. Got it. Same character. Yeah. Same character. Where's my dogs? Gozer is just if trash covered up her bits. <laughs> I mean, she <laughs> she's did. a classy trash. <laughs> and put on some bubbles. Um, I think that's pretty much it on this one. Also, um, oh. recommendations. Obviously, yes for me. This is the one that I wanted to watch the most because I think it's the most fun. And also, like, you know, I watched it late. So I'm just like, I'm just now like glowing with uh, uh, being able to watch this, I think. And it's um, a good yeah. start of Spooktober. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I mean, I, I think I do actually really like the fact that we both recommend both movies, but in the opposite directions yeah. for like basically the same reasons. Yeah. Like, so. And we both like them both. We're but both right. Alex is wrong. 
Eh, Freaking Alex, a, dude! Every time. Damn it! Well, we can't like everything. Why all can't the time. you get in line, Alex? But why can't you like good things? I is a mixed review for me. It's not that like I hate it. But which it's, which of the two did you would you pre- prefer? I, I guess I, or, I like the classic kind of like zombie horror film. I like Dawn of the Dead. I like even the newer Dawn of the Dead. I like the Twenty Eight Days Later. I like those type of movies. Even games like Left 4 Dead. Um, even The Walking Dead. It just tells a story of that. If that would happen. You know, so this being a little bit more goofier, honestly, if there's a way that the zombies could like you could cut out their head and be, you know, survive, it just it's just it's, it's just weird. It's scarier because you can't win. I know, right? I don't know, but it's just like there's like even no, the arms are jumping up. Yeah, you pretend they're like weasels or something. It seems like a little bit more like Beetlejuice to me. Beetlejuice. Yeah, so I mean, I'm mixed. I definitely understand it from a cinematic view, like Tarman. There's different, even just saying brains is why they feel pain instead of just they could have just done nothing and been like oh these are voodoo uh zombies and they're gonna (laughs) hell's full get out yeah they they give you a reason for this and i (laughs) really (laughs) i really like that part that they give you a reason they're after the brains i like the later down the movie where they get smart and they ambush people after people after people you just know that there's no hope and it's just crashing the, down. Building up that wave. Yeah. And that's the 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 last half of the movie is that what I really enjoyed more. Um, like I said, mixed review. I don't hate it. It definitely has its, its place in zombie um, lore. Um, just Would you recommend in the month of October when people are looking for something fun and scary to watch, they watch it? I think so. I think if you want, because there's too many movies that go after the gore. They don't necessarily go after the more. He's, he's like in a confederate Sorry. uniform and he still has his flesh though i just love that they all know how to use the cb like i press the button that's Sorry. that too he was in a confederate uniform and he knew how to work a 1980s walkie-talkie it's a stupid thing and i love it he's probably from reenactment <laughs> oh yeah yeah they buried him in that <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason um so watch these movies the the very important to zombie history i think and just the history of the making of the two that's the reason why i chose both of them i just i was very interested in the 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 branch i guess like they came from the same source and then you know two sequels came out that are unrelated to mm-hmm. universes it's the original multiverse yeah oh my god and then nick fury showed bah, up and bah, he was bah, like bah, bah, bah. team oh shit they dropped the bomb <laughs> well that team's done I really, I really respect the makeup effect they do on these two guys as they just degrade over the movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. It's legitimately good. It really was scary when he's like, "Up, oh, gonna kill my girlfriend now." Yeah. I was like, "What the hell?" I just need your brains, darling. And he just jumps up. He looks like uh, the Rick and Morty character that wants nobody to eat his eyeballs or whatever. <laughs> when he gets acid on his eyes later, those are my eye holes. Get that sweet. Oh, get um, that sweet head. Yum, yum, yum. I first I I guess she's going to like kiss him. That's like, a, he just puked. I thought the See, movie like glitched or something. Or like, yeah, that, a that's a weird thing too. Like, why are they ramping? the Like, that's again, those those little things. I'm like, God, this could have been such yeah. a perfect movie. And they're just like, we're going to ramp the film. Don't know why. All right, Mike. Oh, man. Such a good screamer. Drum roll. Oh, yeah. So next time, Mike. Continuing the creep fest. But I want to go a little bit more. Uh, into the creepy versus scary. That's like my jam. Um, so I'm gonna have us read the first two volumes of Lock and Key. They're uh, gonna say like it or something. I was like, oh, that's a lot. I need you guys to read the first book <laughs> of, of it. it. <laughs> it's seven thousand pages. We'll re- finish it in a year. Uh, no, the first two volumes of Lock and Key. Lock and Key is one of my favorite comic book series. Um, written by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. 
uh the reason i picked the first two it's the first 12 issues so it's uh it's easier to find in volumes now because it's all done and the way this series was put out was it's uh it was like a series of mini series kind of like hellboy so i have them i've been wanting to read this um i just keep forgetting it's so good so i want us to read uh lock and key volume one known as welcome to lovecraft and then lock and key volume two which is head games um both are free if you have amazon prime uh they're free on the kindle app with comic uh comiXology so they're very very easy to find can you get that how does that work because i don't i think you still have the paper comiXology uh so if you have amazon prime there are certain kindle books you get for free for uh-huh. being a prime member and it's one of them they have a handful that are from comiXology uh, that are part of it i didn't know that okay um yeah so this book is like shocking i, I want to make sure before i went into it because of the difficulty in finding <laughs> this one i was like well, let's get an easy one um, plus, I owed you guys after the, the, the terror that was uh, Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. It so, worked and out. And the spooky ships. I <laughs> promise you this is a good book. It is one of my favorite comic books of all time. Does it start with the Gandhi ringtone? <laughs> it, okay, so the weird thing is it does. It downloads But it bear too. with it. Um, <laughs> but no, really good book. I like it a lot. Super attainable. Uh, everyone should read it. But uh, there's six or seven volumes total. But we're just going to go through the first two, first 12 issues like we did with uh, Invincible. Invincible. And it gives you a good chunk of the story. And it's a creeper. It's a little creepy book. I'm going to do like a synapses now. Like yeah. So it's, it's just, uh, it's about a group of, um, a family goes through a pretty traumatic event. I don't want to get into spoilers, but a family goes through a very traumatic event in the first issue. They move back to Massachusetts, uh, to their familial home, which is called, um, I thought you were saying familiar with the, sw- no, like it's f- familial. They're familiar home. They have a little twang on it. Uh, they're familial, <laughs> familial like home. Molasses. Uh, it's like this mansion that's been in their family forever, and uh, they basically—it's about the kids, and it's about the kids getting like involved in the this really creepy paranormal adventure that happens uh, in this house. There's keys, and every key opens a door and does a different thing. Hmm. So it's like a weird mix of horror and superheroics, and just kind of creepy but not scary. It's really—it's my jam. It's—it's it's my favorite kind of horror-ish thing. Awesome. I'm excited. So, I'm hope I'm looking for very, very forward to you two reading it. Let the spooky month begin. <laughs> Boo. All right. Uh, we're out of here. Follow us on Twitter. Three hours later, whatever it is. Three HRS underscore later. Follow us on, actually join our group on the Facebook. The Facebook. I, oh, wait, they don't call it that anymore. Right? It's just Facebook. Zuckerberg. Was it been the mic for a while? Five? <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, yeah, join a group on Facebook, the three hours later, super secret group club. What is club. it? Super secret club. Super secret um, club. Start throwing in some of your horror recommendations to ours. No W. And let's keep the paranormal stuff going a little bit too. I like it. I think yeah. everyone's been liking it. This last one too. We had a lot of like the UFO stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nightcrawler stuff. So while we were sitting here recording that, I was getting text messages from friends that started listening to that episode <laughs> that are literally going like, Oh, I've got a story. Oh, this happened. So I think we're about to just pivot into being a paranormal podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, let, uh, let us know some stories. You might read them on uh, these upcoming episodes as we roll into uh, October. I found a slipcase version of the whole series for $65 and I just bought it. (laughs) All right. Bye, everyone. Guys, goof. Bye. Bye.